thank you for tuning in to a very special edition of Gameware Express. We're celebrating our 50th episode. We've been doing this for an entire year. That's really weird. It's Friday, October the 17th, 2014. I'm Adam Arender, and I got the whole gang back together. Yeah. Steven Martin's here. Hey, guys. Somehow. I'm back. He's sick. I'm sick. Kind of. I'm fine. So when he coughs into the microphone, you can hear all the phlegm. Hopefully I won't be coughing into the microphone. Hopefully not. Cough into my shirt. Good job. Renee Martin. Hey. Back and ready to go. That's me. Neil Bonham. Yes, sir. And Vaughn Venters. Hey, guys. Hey, Vaughn. So for this week's intro question, I figured we'd take a trip down memory lane. Mm. I want to hear everyone's gameware hire story, mm. starting with the longest ago. Steven. Yeah, uh, I guess 13 years ago, or 14, 14 I don't know, it was a long time ago. Um, but right before the GameCube came out, I was just hanging out at gameware a lot and um, buying a lot of stuff that I probably shouldn't have been buying because <laughs> I didn't have any money, but that didn't stop me. Where were you working? I was working at Great American Cookies in the mall of Louisiana. <laughs> I was making cookies. I'd worked there for like three years or four years, I guess. That's a lot of cookies. Yeah. You know, when uh, we... You didn't have to click them. You just no, we didn't them. click them back then. We, we scooped them and baked them. <laughs> so I volunteered to work at Gameware for free uh, during a console launch because I'd never been a part of a console. Like, I'd never stood in a line mm-hmm. at midnight to buy a console at that time in my life. So I was like... I want to see what that's like. And I was telling them, that I'll do it for free. You don't even have to pay me. <laughs> and then they ended up hiring me. I don't know why. But it was like <laughs> four or five months before those consoles came out. They were just like, hey, we need help. You want to work here? Sure. So I said, okay. And then I worked there. And uh, also I still worked at the cookie place. So I worked at two two stores at the same time. Because, you Whoa. know. You only get like 10 hours a week when you're working part-time. That's true. In high school and college. So I wanted more hours so I could buy more Dreamcast games. So Who doesn't? Yeah. Who and doesn't? I worked uh, there for like 13 years. So guess it worked out. I guess so. I got upgraded a few times in my um, job title <laughs> and my pay. Uh, not much. but <laughs> So I started just as the lowest totem pole and kind of worked my way up to People think I own the store. I still get <laughs> Wait, you that. You don't own the store. I know. Yeah, it's disappointing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was actually, I was at Target two days ago and um, buying. I don't know what I was buying. Some bullshit, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. So I was buying some stuff, and the guy at the register was like, "Hey, you own Gameware." And at this <laughs> like point, he's just telling you, like, you own it, right? Yeah. At this point in my life, I don't correct people anymore because that's rude. <laughs> And I just said, yeah, that's me. And then he went on for like five minutes about a Smash Brothers tournament, apparently, that he uh, had entered and um, he, he'd gone into loser's bracket. And he didn't understand what that meant. And he said that I was really rude to him on explaining what it meant to be in loser's bracket. So I apologized if I sounded like I was rude at that time. I don't know. It, was, it must have been like six, seven, eight, nine years ago. But he remembered me, and uh, sorry, kid, I don't remember you. Lasting impression of, on people over Baton Rouge. A lot of faces out there. I'm going to forget most of them. So <laughs> got a lot of people to put in loser's bracket. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's kind of fun. I've been recognized in airports and other cities as the gameware You're guy. the gameware guy. Dallas, I'm just sitting waiting for a connecting flight. Someone walks up to me and says, hey, you own gameware. <laughs> yep. It's <laughs> me. We're not hiring. <laughs> So it's a it's a fun legacy if you can even call it that. I don't know if you can call it a legacy, but most most of the important people in my life I can thank because of 
you know, my job at Gameware. My, I met my wonderful wife there, <laughs> a lot of my best friends, and was fortunate to have wonderful crews of people to work with mm-hmm. over the years. My job was never hard. So I worked hard, but it was never hard. <laughs> and um, now I don't work hard. Nope. Because, you know, you own a store, you retire. And you, just don't <laughs> do <anything. laughs> you brought us all together. So. Yeah. Some motley crew we got here. That's right. <laughs> Ragtag group of never thought they could do it. But here we are. <laughs> One year later. Bottom of the ninth, and we're down by four, but I think we can do it, guys. <laughs> Baseball reference. <laughs> what about you, Renee? Oh, I started working at Gameware... I guess it was the Stephen, Neil, John, and Renee era. That was my era. <laughs> um, and then some eras after that, too. But anyway, um, I got hired at Gameware because I used to hang out there a lot uh, with a really good friend of mine. And that's just what we would do on Saturday nights. We'd go to Gameware. Oh, we would yeah. hang out like with either Stephen or Scott or Ben, whoever was there. We were mostly excited Sorry, Ben, to see Steven or Scott, but we oh, love you well. too, Ben. It's all right. <laughs> I know he's probably like fuming right now. I'm saying he that. probably just threw his phone out the car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the shit you are. there for me the whole time. <laughs> Damn, best deck. But no, I guess especially Scott because we really love Scott's <laughs> band, Sword Love. Um, we would go see their shows anytime we could, even though most of their shows, like we were 16 and we couldn't get into Northgate Tavern or Spanish <laughs> Moon or wherever they used to play. So um, anyway, we'd go hang out with Scott there, and I don't know, I just really got into, I don't know, just loving gameware, and I thought, man, this would be just the best place to work. So I seriously, very seriously, asked Steven and Scott, and I don't remember if I've been for his opinion, but I'm going to throw his name in there too anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> like their opinions on how I would get hired there, because I was 16, and I knew that they had never hired anyone. Um, like younger than 18, really. So um, I think it was Stephen that told me that boss would be really impressed if I made a resume. And I know I was only 16, but I had already been working at a Chick-fil-A for like several months. And I worked there a lot. Um, Like during the week, like after school, I would go straight to Chick-fil-A. I think I worked like four or five days a week while being in high school. Hmm. So, um, and that's a Chick-fil-A, which is only open six days a week. So, <laughs> um, I made a resume and turned it into boss, and I think he must have told you, Stephen, that he was really impressed with that. So they decided to hire me, and I was weekends only, um, Saturday nights and Sundays all day. So I only worked at Gameware for like two days a week for several months. But I mean, I went through a lot there. I mean. Like Katrina, like all that. <laughs> yeah, we. I remember that Saturday. Oh, man. After Hurricane Katrina, we got really busy all the time because, because there was the air time. conditioning and electricity. Yeah, and everyone really needed to replace their PS2s and yeah. their copies of Midnight Club, and Game Boy Advances, and yeah, all that stuff. And that people, makes sense. They had all these FEMA cards. These debit oh cards. wow! Yeah. And I don't know. We took them. Yeah, the first put, game whatever, that uh, someone that I took payment for, like. With that card was one eight seven ride or die oh, on PS two. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never like, forget. So I was like, I, so I remember commenting like, I've never seen this card before because you know you want to like make conversation with the people that you're ringing up. And then I was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And it, it was Suncoast two stores down. They actually refused to take those cards when people were 
shopping wow. at their stores. Like it's none of my business. You know, they want to exactly. use their government <laughs> money to buy one eight seven ride or die. That's your business. <laughs> I remember like that weekend too was what changed what yeah. we thought was busy. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean Saturdays like a busy Saturday was like three to four thousand dollars and then that Saturday after Katrina, we did like ten thousand dollars. Yeah, that's whenever I got with... really good at stealing your sales. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we, always. We never worked on commission, but we always we had our sales tracked, so yeah. we were always competing with each other. To... And I say <laughs> sales, but it's really just who can ring up the most people. Exactly. Yeah, we're not on the floor ones. saying, "Hey, you really need this copy of One Eight Seven Ride or Die." <laughs> you don't get it today; it's gone tomorrow. <laughs> so we're just how, frantically, how fast can we ring people up? And we were. Fucking incredible with <laughs> bringing people up with this speed of intensity. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Just like, and we had the system where you ring someone up, here's your change instantly. Oh, Steven already bagged the game. Here you go. Get out of here. Let me get another customer. Ring them up like clockwork. Yeah, it, it was, was nuts. Really awesome. And I was really good at Neil would put in his number and then he'd turn around to get the game. So I'd like hit escape and put in my number and hit enter. Number. And he'd turn around and finish ringing him up, I'd get the know. receipt, and then he'd. You'd see the receipt, say Renee on it, and be like, ah. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> and that's how, with only working two days a week, I was able to keep up with Neil's sales. Yep. <laughs> nice. Yep. Plus, it was the two, the two busiest days. Too. That's true. Yeah, yeah. We all know Wednesday mornings are just like, let me just sit here. Yeah, anyway, so um, I guess I got a little off my thing. But I turned in my resume, <laughs> got hired, and my first day of training was – just Steven showing me how to use the like point of sale, the superior point of the sale that DOS we used to based use. Yeah, it was a DOS based point of sale. Oh, I remember no you showing me one one time. Yeah, no mouse. Mouse just slows you down. All dude. of these like yep. quick keys, like I loved it. So, oh, yeah, that was the time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's how I got hired at Gameware. Excellent. Well, welcome 16. back. Sixteen. <laughs> you the youngest one to work there? I believe. I didn't marry her when she was 16. That's good. So, <laughs> I think you need. I think she need her parents. At least waited until 17. No, I think how you were 22 or 21. When we got married? No, you're you're you were 23. Yeah. Yeah. I was 20 older. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Neil. Since you seem to be in that golden era, tell us your story. Oh yeah. Well, um, I mean, mine was. Started out kind of the same way as Renee's. I was a regular there, and I, you know, used to go in there and talk with Steven a lot. And uh, the at owner the time, of the store, mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> and you too, right? And me yes. too. <laughs> and uh, um, I remember I was working for an investments company, and they, I was just basically a student worker. Like I made copies and you know ran to All get to go food, yeah, just stuff that like people didn't want to leave the office to do or mm-hmm. anything they didn't want to do. Like that was my job, and uh. I just, I, if I remember correctly, I think it was boss or, cause when I used to go in there, people would always ask me if I worked there and mm-hmm. I'd say no, but then end up helping them anyway. Right. Because it's, I like talking about games and I think it was boss who had, I think he had told me, like he mentioned to you, like, Hey, see if he wants a job or something like that. And then there was one time I came in after work and you just yelled my name and were like, you're hired. And I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. We had a really <laughs> exhaustive <laughs> interview process. Yeah. Oh, it got intense. Yeah. Yeah. It and then, well, um, it really did. Yeah, my resume was my name, my phone number, and my email address on the back of an EA call sheet. Because at that time, they were just starting direct distribution or getting ready to do direct distribution right. with EA. And so they got that information, and then, yeah, I went into work the next day and quit. 
then so I could start working at Gameware, and <laughs> that's pretty much how I got started. Oh, and my interview, uh, right after I gave my personal information, Steven and I played Lumens on PSP for quite a few rounds, yeah, multiple <laughs> where I definitely lost quite a lot of them. Make sure that you know that you know how to play that game yes. before you're hired. Yes. <laughs> cool. Welcome to the show, Neil. Thank you. Thank you. Vaughn. Mine is a bit weird because, like, <laughs> it was. I started hanging out there during, a growing, <laughs> during my senior year of high school when I was rising up as a DDR star, I guess, quote unquote, because I was a little bit after Gameware got their DDR Extreme machine. So I went there with my friends and played a lot just about every weekend. And seeing as how we were always like there, <laughs> I figured I would just awkwardly introduce myself to Steven and everybody else who was there. <laughs> And that was very interesting. Uh, I didn't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> I don't think Vaughn didn't know that. People. Like, I don't want to know your names. That doesn't matter to me. Just buy something. Get out. Exactly. <laughs> that was that, that. was always like back when I was always very shy around people. I didn't actually get very social until after I had met everyone who was working at Gameware. I started with Steven. Then Neil was there. And then Renee was there as well. And then... Uh, our friend Jesse was there too. Oh, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't even remember how I ended up getting hired there. Uh, I don't think I put in a resume. I think Steven just wanted me to work there. He drunkenly stumbled in and just started bringing people up. <laughs> yeah. So I think it wasn't it seasonal help. Yeah, we needed yeah, someone for yeah. Christmas, and we were like, Vaughn is perfect. Yep. <laughs> I remember working that Black Friday, too. He's got that the was fastest awesome. feet in town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I ran across that store, believe me. <laughs> believe me when I say that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm amazed that you all put up with all of my noise back in the day, because <laughs> I just made a bunch of noise all the time. But like, see, that's the difference. is what, shoes. like, I think one thing you may not actually realize, though, is your noise was actually rhythmic. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Most people's is not. <laughs> Just stop, 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 stop. Yeah. I guess that makes sense, but uh, the rest is history. Uh, we still have DDR there. I still go play occasionally, and we're all hanging out still. Yep, and that's the that's the best part. Cool. I guess it's my turn. Um, I was working at Best Buy back in college for a couple years, and Steven used to come in, and I used to think he owned Gameware. Yep. Like, he's not that guy who owns that local store in the mall. <laughs> and uh, once Best Buy, we got a new general manager who was a total dick. I was like, I, I can't do this anymore, so I quit. But I need a job to like having money and you know buying things like food mm-hmm. and games. So the I essentials. just strolled into there and started talking to Steven, and he was probably like, "Who's this Yahoo?" And then like I kind of <laughs> kept going person. in a couple times. And then like, "Hey, are y'all hiring?" No, okay. So I just bothered Steven for like six or eight months, and then I think y'all just hired me because. There were, y'all had like cons and trips coming up, and you need someone to work your weekend shifts. Oh, we were just yeah looking for like a scapegoat, I guess. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. At first, I only worked when y'all went to like MechaCon or wherever. Or, you know, your wedding was coming up and all that right. stuff. So you needed weekends off to go do worry about that. It's so like let's just have that guy work there. And then I worked there for like a year or two, and then then I had to leave to do my real job now. But somehow you got off work on our wedding day, but John Michael did not. Yeah. He was the only one that was. I think him and someone from our other location were running. I don't. Patrick schedule. ended up having to leave early to yeah. close. Yeah, that's right. He had to close. Yeah. 
should have just said, you know, we're not open today. <laughs> I That's know. what I said. Like, I wish Boss closed for wedding. That, but oh well. It, I'm sure it was a good time. Uh, you know, I can look back and see exactly how good it was. <laughs> see if it was worth it. L-Y. <laughs> yeah, I'm always looking at those numbers still. But yeah, so I mean, it's just crazy how we all stumbled upon this yeah, store and it basically friends that are still friends years later. We've all we all just kind of hung out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not like we had references. I mean, sure, we had other jobs, right? It was mostly just because I was here a lot, mm-hmm. and they decided to pay me to be here a lot. And I'm so. somewhat of a competent fellow, and I can punch numbers on the computer. Hey, you know what? That may not even matter anymore. <laughs> now, if you're just a warm body, you can be, you know, that's good enough. So. It, it's always funny to me because. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need to know what you're doing anymore. Uh, Growing up, or maybe I, you do. I don't know. I always remembered GameWare was in the mall, but since like you know, I didn't know it was like local, and I always go online. Local, local, local business, and there's no website, so how could I order things? So that's there's I'm, now. Yeah, that's right. how we all like figured GameWare was when we first started hanging out around there. But this one time, I went to the Halo. I remember I went to the Halo Three Midnight launch when they still did Midnights at the mall because I don't think college was open yet. <laughs> And uh, I waited. We opened that day. Really? Our college drive store opened that day. The Halo? Yeah. For Halo 3? That was their first oh, okay. day. Okay. Yeah. And they were like people camped upstairs at GameStop and like camped downstairs at GameWare and they kept like yelling things at each other. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> this one guy put like a cardboard box on that says like GameStop sucks and was running around. So that was great. Yeah. I hired him that day. <laughs> isn't, yeah. isn't that, that one? Was yeah. Anthony Gore. That yeah. yeah. He's the one who also like. Went and told all of the people in line, like, hey, if you don't have a pre order, they're not going to give you one, but Gameware will sell you one. And then, like, <laughs> half their line basically came downstairs. Yeah, I didn't authorize that information. I don't think that's accurate. But. but one of my friends was just like, let's go to this store. So I waited in line. And then I met Steven, you know, four years before I really met you. You sold me that game early. And then, like, you kept us in the store until midnight. Yeah. And we went. Yeah. But I was like, that was so cool. And then, like, now we're all friends. So it's just a weird. What, when you say I sold it to you early, you didn't really sell it, right? Early. Well, we did. We we dragged everyone in the store around eleven, mm-hmm. and then we rang everything up, and then they just had their bags waiting to leave. And then at midnight, I gave this braveheart speech, yep, and everyone great speech. I thank felt you, awesome. And then we drove home and we played Halo three all night. Yeah. I went home with a bed. <laughs> like, That's a hard day's work. But yep. So I don't know why I wanted to share that anecdote. Just I remember the first time I saw Gameware, mm-hmm. and it was uh, like October of ninety seven. It was the day the Mall of Louisiana was opening. And I just was coming down this down escalator from, I don't know what it was, where, where I came from Sears, actually, in the mall. And I just saw this video game store that I had never heard of. And I was like, I'm going to go in there because that's something different. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they had a uh, an AB Games in the mall. And I would obviously you know already been in that store at other locations. So anyway, I went into Gameware because it was different. And I noticed they had different kind of stuff. They had import games at the time. Right. It's... It was a small store. They didn't have much, but the things they did have, it was like the things I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a really good PC section, which now is not the case, but you really can't <laughs> find a good PC section anywhere. If I say any store. <laughs> but back then, they just they had things that were different. And when I you know, came on board, when I started working there, I guess the they had continued to, to bring in this different stuff, like we had import you know, mm-hmm. anime or collectibles or wall scrolls and soundtracks and... What I did over the 10 years that I worked there was I tried to introduce things that are just different, things that I would like to see in a video game store. If I was a customer, what would I want to see here? So, right. you know, when we used to be next to an arcade and the arcade closed down, so we got our own arcade machines because I thought that would be cool. 
for a game store to have its own arcade. So we did that. And, you know, we do all these Japanese snacks and these drinks and that, just because I think that would be cool for a store to have that stuff. So we sell that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm always looking for different things for us to put in our store. And not everything I bring in works. And and that's why you don't see those anymore. Yeah, exactly. The things that still are there obviously are successful. So, yeah, it's it's just this evolving beast, I guess, always. Yeah. But I guess enough down memory lane. That was a good episode, guys. Appreciate yeah. it. See you next week. No. <laughs> See you next week. Let's, talk about some, uh, let's talk about some video games. Uh, we'll do it like last week where we'll go and what came out this week and go back. So, yeah. Steven, you played another hot new release yeah, this week. I did. I played a game called The Evil Within. Yeah. And that's from Shinji Mikami's new team, uh, Tango Gameworks. They've been working on this game for th- three or four years, which is a long time to be working on a new IP. And I'm enjoying it, but there's so many flaws in this game. Mm-hmm. As far as uh, it doesn't run very well, you right? Know, I'm playing it. I guess it runs great on PC, mm-hmm. but I'm playing it on PS4 and okay. it's sub 30, like low 20s frames per second. Yeah, um, that seems to be a recurring thing when we get to what I've been playing. So. And it's crazy because the game is heavily letterboxed. Think like Matrix or Lord of the Rings when you're watching those movies on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and it's super anamorphic widescreen. Right. And so is this game. So hmm. I don't think they did that because they wanted it to look theatrical like i think that's bs i think they did it because it's gonna you know affect performance right because there's less stuff on the screen that makes while sense. I'm playing the game but i'm in the third chapter so, so i'm it? only a couple hours in mm-hmm. there's like 15 or 18 chapters in this oh, game wow. the first two chapters were all stealth and i'm not really big on that mm-hmm. um but the third chapter is basically resident evil 4 the village scene like the opening scene i'm really having fun with that mm-hmm. and there's this Boss encounter with this crazy chainsaw guy, and I, I enjoy always that a chainsaw part of guy. Right? There's always going to be a chainsaw guy. He doesn't have a bag on his head, oh. or he might. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I think he does have a bag on his head. But the only thing that bugs me about that game is the performance. I mean, I enjoy the shooting mechanics, and so what is it? It's just a like just third person shooter scary game, like yeah, it's like a horror survival game, I suppose, because there there are a lot of enemies you cannot kill, especially in those first two levels. I mean, you just have to run away from them, and mm-hmm. then. Even in this third level that I'm in, there aren't a lot of resources, so I don't have a lot of bullets. There's these, there are traps around the the map that I'm in, so I can press this button and these spikes will come down from the ceiling. And I've been using those traps more than more than my guns. So, right. but I haven't beaten that boss yet. I need to go back to that. So, the story, I don't know. You're like a cop and you're showing up to this insane asylum because you got a call that some shit went down. Oh, right. You're basically the backup, but there's already 10 cop cars there and you go in and they're all dead yeah they're all dead but you decide (laughs) to keep investigating it i'm like getting out of here so you investigate it some more and you find this crazy guy that like locks you up Mm -hmm. i don't he's gonna kill you i suppose and somehow you get away from him and you're just kind of running out of this insane asylum and you get out and then you get to your car and you drive away and this when the whole city just kind of goes insane like Mm -hmm. City blocks are literally rotating around like it's a wow. clock, like different okay. layers of a clock that's all rotating like gears. And I thought, it, what? I, so in this video sequence where I'm driving away mm-hmm. while the streets are turning, I thought it'd be really cool to have the streets turn to where no matter where I go, and I don't control this at all. Oh, okay. It's just a full it's motion video. Oh, okay. But no matter where your your car goes, it just takes you right back to that mental hospital. I thought that'd uh, be cool. Yeah. And I thought that's what they were going to do, but it didn't do that. Oh, okay. It's just kind of spinning around. That's weird. Yeah. And then I ended up, I guess my vehicle crashed, and then I ended up in the woods, mm-hmm. and now I'm just wandering aimlessly. I'm sure the story will come together, hopefully. 
a lot of times you play a horror game, the story never really. Yeah, typically, typically not. I mean, is it scary at all? Or is I mean, like, kind of gross. What is? Yeah, what is scary? Right? There's no. That's um, true. I mean, it's it is gross. Well, is it atmosphere? Is the it, atmosphere is really is good? It just actually, jump scares? I like. Is it creepy? see? There, there are. It's a little bit of both. There's, okay. It's all of that kind of. Mm-hmm. But it's not something like Alien. Right. I've been playing um, that. We'll get to the difference yeah, exactly. a little bit. A little it's bit. nothing like that. Right. Because it's always just going to be, oh God, there's something trying to kill me, and most of the time I just run away mm-hmm. or like just run in circles, and the AI can't seem to figure out what to do with me. I'm just running in circles. <laughs> I think Renee watched it. me play that mm-hmm. for a second where I'm inside of this house and there were like six zombies or whatever they are yeah, coming after me. And I just kept running in circles. Mm-hmm. So that's, that works out. So if you get stuck in this game, just run around. Better or worse <clears throat> than so far than Resident Evil 6? Oh, you know, Resident Evil 6, I hated it at first, but I mean, I put 50 hours into that game. Oh, I didn't realize you played it that much. Yeah, so I must have liked it a lot. Okay. Uh, in order to play it that much, so I mean, Resident Evil Six ran well and looked great, and had just about any character you'd want in that <laughs> franchise doing you know new things. I really end up liking that game a lot. Yeah. I know Resident Evil Six gets panned critically, um, and there are a lot of things that that game doesn't do right. Right, like it doesn't tell you how to that you can do certain moves. You know, I didn't know I could slide. You didn't know how to access items for like the first several hours. Yeah, that, that would have helped. And you were really frustrated. <laughs> and you like, know, it was painful for me to watch him play it because he would get so frustrated. Yeah, I'm throwing controllers into televisions. <laughs> I really love that game. Yeah, the me, story's so good. me too. And you know, also online, like the the where you could be a bad guy, and there's a mode in that game where you can just be an enemy. Hmm. In someone else's single-player game. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. I had a, I had a blast with that. Like and, invading in oh, Dark Souls? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Hmm, interesting. You're like the floppy guy. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> flopping around on the ground because I, I didn't have limbs or anything. That's funny. And what else do I like about Resident Evil 6 a lot? The story is really good. Um, like, Chris's campaign was awesome. Mm-hmm. And Leon's campaign was my least favorite out of all. And Leon's like my favorite character. In and that Evil. new character that they introduced, Jake was Mueller, it was really good. His like maybe it's just the fact that Resident Evil Six is basically Michael Bay in the Resident Evil game. Mm. It's just explosions <laughs> remember, yeah, and set the, pieces, and the trailer was just things exploding everywhere. But I really liked it. I liked it more than five, but not as much as four. Mm. You know, right? Of course. And I'm gonna keep <laughs> playing. Obviously, I'm gonna keep playing Evil Within, but it's I mean in the pantheon of of uh, you know horror games, I don't know where that'll fall. Right. Okay. You also you said you told you played a little City Sleeps, right? Um. Yeah, I did play. It's Harmonix has a new game. Came out yesterday. Came out yesterday. It is a shmup. Yep. It is also a rhythm game. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mean, if you know me, you probably know that I like both of those genres. But it's weird because I mean, most <coughs> people. Oh, you're right there. Yeah. I'm fine. Most people, when you think rhythm games, you think beat matching or you know, yeah buttons to the rhythm which this is not you're basically much. laying down the audio as you are shooting as you're moving around mm-hmm. as you're switching so mechanically it's a it's a little shmup game sort of like a twin stick yeah yeah well it's not well yeah i guess it is a twin stick now i think about it so mm-hmm. you can shoot in any direction move in any direction at the same time uh, as you're playing through a level these set pieces will show up that you can kind of possess mm-hmm. uh, with a ghost that'll give it a different ability yeah so it may be like a, I don't know, car that's floating in the air, and I can make it to where the, that little car can shoot 
uh, at enemies that are coming towards me, or it can heal me. Mm -hmm. There's a third power. I haven't gotten that yet. Yeah, you have to unlock them slowly. Yeah. So there, there's some strategy to that where you can, if I have two little things floating around, I can have them both shoot at enemies, or mm -hmm. I can have one of them heal while it. So anyway, whatever you do makes music in the game. Right, and it's interesting because like when you're shooting, um, <coughs> you'll be shooting like single lines of bullets, but on every downbeat, it'll shoot out like three or something, stuff like that. Yeah. So like the it, it goes with the music. And the I find myself really um, when I play it like. Not continually, continuously holding down the fire button. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'll just naturally hit it to the rhythm of that song just to make it sound interesting. Right. Even though it would benefit me more just to, to hold it down. have it held down all the time. Or, you know, when you switch your ghost effect from attack to heal, mm -hmm. it, it's there's a voice sample. Okay. So even if I don't have the intention of actually using the ghost, I'll hit that button because you think it'd be sound just because it sounds cool in the song. Right. I love that game. I mean, I love shmups and I love rhythm games. And I love harmonics. So I was watching a video where your old friend Eric Pope from Harmonics was talking about how they took a lot of elements from Chroma, which did not see the I'm light not, of day. It's yeah. not going to come out. They've shelved it. Oh, wow. That's it? They did close Alpha, uh, but they shelved it. But they took a lot of things from that and put it in this, even though Chroma was a first-person shooter and this is a twin-stick shooter. But And they made this in like five months. It's beautiful, though. I mean, yeah, the art style really is really good. The music's great. good. What's it on? It's a uh, PC. It's just PC Steam, right now. Just PC. They said they're working on, or they're interested, of course, in doing on consoles. This would be something I'd love to play on Vita. Like I think it'd be great, just because it's it seems really simple, but I mean it's a bullet hell game, and uh, it, I gotta the, say I, the I, artwork I, is amazing. I've never played a bullet hell game on the Vita. I don't know if it would work because I love the Vita and I love the the sticks. I don't know if they're accurate enough that to be able sense. to. Because we're talking about very precise. That makes sense. I mean, there are you know ten rows of bullets crisscrossing coming towards you, and you're having to go up and down in this matrix pattern and, and to avoid getting hit. And that mm -hmm. would be very difficult on on Davida. Um, but maybe it would work. I don't know. I just it's it takes super precise uh, movement. That makes sense. They, and they recommend using a 360 controller. Well, of course. I don't know how you could play this without that. I mean, you could use another controller. You could use. Well, I mean, yeah. like. It, playing with mouse and keyboard. Uh, well, you know, it may work actually. I don't know. Just um, WASD and move. Because think with about mouse. think about this with with the digital control, which is what a keyboard would be. You know exactly how far you're going to move if you press it down That's for just true. a little bit. So I used to play racing games a lot growing up on my computer, and I always used my keyboard when mm -hmm. I played games like Need for Speed. Hmm. Um, just because it was that precision, like I knew exactly how much I was going to move with the, with the press of a. Uh, of a keyboard key, so, so that's actually like because I used to play a lot of racing games on PC, so like it took me a long time to adjust to analog yeah. sticks because I, I always was used, I always use D pad because yeah. I could you know pump it just, just like a you bit. could we'll on just a press it a keyboard. Bit. That makes sense. That makes sense. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I really want to check out uh, more of a city sleeps. I just uh, I downloaded, but I haven't a chance to play it because I was too busy playing Alien. But we're not gonna get to that just yet because also this week. Um, most fun game I played at E3 with you, Steve, and Vaughn and I played. Nice. Came out on PS4 with Nidhogg. Yeah. It's been out on PC uh, for a while, but that game seems like something you need to play with another person sitting on the couch with you, and you can't, it's hard to do that on my laptop. I am full agreement it's for but that. But God, it's Nidhogg so is good. so fun. If you don't know what it is, it's like these two little pixelated dudes on a long like strip of land, basically, and there's different settings with it. And the object is to get to the other end. But there's a guy, your opponent, facing you, and it's like you both have little swords. So when you, 
you're fencing. You're fencing. You're, you're trying to defend your territory from the other guy so that right. you can't get to the other side. So once you stab someone, they explode into you know pixel, little pixels looks like blood of their color, and then you can run forward. But then they respawn, and then you have to like fight them again. But it gets a little a little deeper than that because you can like jump, like karate kick them, or you can throw your sword at them. But if you throw your sword, then now you have no sword. <laughs> right. And then you run to the end and get eaten by a giant worm. So <laughs> w Y R M. Well, <laughs> while your audience is like cheering you on, yeah, that you and then it. you jump off this cliff, and this worm, worm just eats you, <laughs> and everyone's cheering. Because the uh, the level Stephen and I played at E3 was the castle <laughs> level, which is just pretty straightforward. Um, but later, you get ones like on clouds where you're running on the clouds, they'll just disappear, so you can't stand in one place too long. Or there was like the weird like woods level, which had platforms you could like jump over and run on yeah, top. Yeah, you of. had tall grass that like so it's hard see. to see. Yeah. So there's only the four levels that we got to play. I don't know if more unlocked because I think there's a single player. I don't know. I went straight to multiplayer and Vaughn and I played for like an hour. Honestly, I don't think it needs any more levels than that. No, it's it's that good. <laughs> it, it's yeah. This is one of those games where hearing like hearing the description of it, it does no justice stupid. at all. Uh, once you get your hands on it. Adam said this is one of our favorite games at E3, and he that is absolutely correct. This is one of the most fun games we had uh, played at E3 earlier this year. It was just a blast. It's like it's like a splitting dive kick. Yeah, you're this character, and you just jump and kick. It's one hit KO. But once you play it, and, and you get that competitive nature going, it's just like this. It's simple, but it's also got a little bit of depth to it's it where you can really depth. have some fun. Yeah, Vaughn was way better at it <laughs> than I was. <laughs> so if you if you it's a cross buy PS4 and Vita. I highly recommend checking it out. Only really if you can uh, play with another person in real life. They have they have an online. I did see an online multiplayer, but I don't understand the point of that. Yeah, because or if if it even works, I don't. You know, my, they may be too laggy. Yeah, that's it's not going to be fun if it's no, not at all. But you should try it. I yeah. try. It. And then um, also this week, more pinball, fake pinball tables was in pinball two. Uh, I got codes for South Park pinball. Uh, a few weeks ago, I talked about Walking Dead pinball. And South Park pinball is way more fun. Come with two tables. One's just overall more general South Park with all the characters, and then one's a butter specific table. Yeah, that sounds great. Which is <laughs> which is pretty fun. And one complaint I've always had with Zen pinball is it's always too quiet. Like there needs to be more stuff going on. And they definitely alleviated it with these tables because there's constantly like South Park like quotes and jokes coming on, and I don't know. It's, it's it was more lively and more entertaining than like the I guess dark dreary gruesomeness of The Walking Dead. Telltale's The Walking Dead pinball. So you have Zen pinball do and you like South Park, go after it. But away from the zaniness of South Park pinball, I finally booted up Alien Isolation, started playing it since we're still going with the survival horror motif. Um. This is coming from someone who's only watched the first Alien film. And that was recent, right? Yeah, you just like watched a week that. or two ago. A week ago. And I don't know if there are other references to any of the other films. But this one takes place 15 years after the first movie. You are uh, Ripley's daughter looking for, you know, what happened to her mother from the end of the first film. I don't know what happened because I haven't seen the other films, so don't tell oh, me. You should watch Aliens. I know. I, I, will. I think you'd like it better. Really? So it's it's pretty interesting at first because the ship you're on looks just like the ship from the movie. So it's kind of eerie after just watching the movie and then walking around in, in the game. But I'm only about two and a half to three hours in so far, and I still have yet to meet Mr. Alien. Right. He's still not there yet. 
But from what I've heard, this is like a 20-hour game, so that's not surprising. That's crazy to me because that seems like a long game. Mm-hmm. For what it is, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's a really slow start, but um, the first thing you notice when you look down, you can see your feet. So game of the year right there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I played Jurassic Park Trespasser back in 97, and you can do that. and You can look down and see your feet. And your hands. But the game looks really good. The game was terrible. Or, you know. <laughs> uh, visually, the game looks really good, except for the people. It's got that weird, like, I don't know how to explain it. A lot of Japanese games do this when I was playing, like, Dead Rising or some of the Resident Evil games, where a lot of people just look plastic. I sure, you're know. not confusing the the droids that walk around? <laughs> the actual Maybe, droids. I don't know. No, you, no. you have you seen the droids? Not in this, no. I haven't oh, been I think they're scarier than the aliens. Really? So it's just one of those games kind of like Gone Home where you just kind of walk around and look at stuff. You can eventually get like – I have a wrench because you always have to have a wrench. But it's not really about combat. It's more about sneaking around and running away and staying out of sight, um, which is kind of frustrating because the save systems also sort of uh, wonky. Kind of like that, that Dead Space thing where it's like a panel on the wall and you have to like put your card in and sit there for like five seconds before it will uh, – before we'll register the save, so you can't be like yeah, that, in a tense situation and just run and save. That's the whole point, right? Right. Like it, it, you're vulnerable while saving. Mm-hmm. It's easy for me to say. And everything you do, you're doing in quote unquote real time. Like you pull up your options or your crafting menu, things could still be going around, uh, are going on around you. So that's kind of cool. Um, I'm at this part right now where I'm trying to like go up this elevator. I'm trying to fix it, but these uh, people in the space station. So what you're doing is you're going look for, like I said, Ripley, and you're going to the space station. But, of course, you get there and shit's gone down because uh, the alien is there attacking it. So it's got this real Bioshock feel to it when you first get there because it's like this big you know, civilization that's now in shambles with like spray paint going <laughs> everywhere. Like Let the me commander. write a message while I die yeah. to warn you. It, whatever, like, I forgot what the commander's name was of the space station. Shepard. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's like... Keen? You know, it could be Keen. It's whoever's, like, a liar and they left us and, you know, all this stuff. So everyone is trying to kill everyone else because they don't trust anybody. So because there's only one xenomorph, it's not just you running from the alien for 20 hours. You're also trying to interact with these survivors on the space station who don't trust you and want to murder you. But you're just a little girl. Right. So why do they want to murder you? Because they're they're crazy. Oh, okay. Have you seen Fear? Yeah, that's that that's a ghost. It's not really a girl. But that's why I'd want to murder. I don't think you can kill her. Samara, right? That's. I just mean the same, like you know, horror games, small girls, and just you know. So I'm stuck on this you're part. Not supposed to trust. That's me. true. <laughs> Where I'm trying to fix this elevator. Is she qualified to fix an elevator? Yeah, she's, hard. she's an engineer. Already? How old is she? Like 21. Oh, she's oh, 21, 21, something like that. Yeah. She's not like probably 12, went to tech school or something. probably. So, and they just keep killing me. University of Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's kind of frustrating. So, so the elevator right keeps there. killing you? Yes, no, the people. <laughs> elevators are dangerous. They are, but they're, they're safe elevators here. So, so you're working on the elevator. People don't trust you. They're like, she's here to sabotage the elevator even worse. And they just murder you with crossbows and crossbars. No, they have guns. They have guns. And they are shooting me. Can you get one of their guns? Uh, I haven't figured that out yet because I can't kill them. Maybe you could put something in their drink and they fall asleep. <laughs> and you could take this their is gun. a shadow portal. <laughs> uh, so I mean, I picked up a few like uh, revolver rounds, but I don't have a gun. To you could just them throw in. the bullets really hard. <laughs> so I uh, I need to get a little further. 
than that because that's pretty much the first like comp quote-unquote combat scene because before it's just like sneaking through things and you've seen people run by but nothing really to interact with them one thing that i really like about this game uh that i've seen you know from videos uh is that it's it's not the future right it's it's set in the future but it's but it's like 1970s future. right so it's all crt monitors and like blinking weird lights they did get a good job at that because in one of the data logs you read, it said in 2122, the Nostromo went missing. And that's what happened in the first film. So obviously it's 15 years after that, 2137. Yeah. But yeah, it's got that weird, like, old future. Future as we knew it 30 years ago. And like the ago. loading screens, it has like that weird graininess, like you're watching a VHS tape or something. I really like that. So you, you, there's a slider in the options to turn that down. Why would but you do that? It's defaulted to all the way Can I turn it up even it. more? No, it's defaulted to all the way up. So, it, I mean... I like it so far. It does a really good job of building tension. Like, there's this one scene I was waiting for the car to come get me. Because it's like Bioshock where you wait for the, like, lift to come get you. And then, like, fog started coming in. And, like, the like the music started getting really tense. You're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, what's coming? What's going to happen? And you forgot you're ding. Yeah, that's it. Oh, sorry. And then, the, and then nothing happened. So it, it's really good at that. The fog looks great. That's it does. the best fog since Call of Duty 2. The really good. Yeah. Because that's kind of a big thing. Same with uh, like Destiny, but but you know it, the the only thing the cutscenes run like shit. They that is like, a problem with with Evil Within. Yeah, the cutscenes themselves look terrible. Because you know I, it's hard for me to see frame rate issues, but this is like just like stuttering. So the problem with Evil Within's cutscenes is there's really bad texture pop in. Mm-hmm. So oh, wow. the camera yeah. will go to a new scene in you know, a new shot or something it might take like a second for the textures to load oh no pull. i don't have that issue i just have it where they look like they're stuttering through everything see that's just old tech man that's they're that's just <laughs> that's the way it's supposed to be <laughs> it's all in line with the canon yeah so that's fine that's the textures loading should not be an issue <laughs> and evil within. that's the true evil it, that's it there are textures <laughs> that aren't there it's terrifying <laughs> everything just looks like meat <laughs> but I definitely want to keep playing it, especially since it's like October. Oh man, so it's, it's like Halloween. the perfect Halloween game. Exactly. Right? Uh, well, just, that makes sense why a lot of horror stuff's coming out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I just scariest game next week might be. Well, we'll get that uh, get to that later. But EA is re-releasing old games for sixty dollars. That's terrifying to me. <laughs> like, it's, and you got to do that during the month of October, I guess. Uh, I didn't even include those in your releases. I don't count them. So <laughs> fuck them. That's what I say. So who cares? So I, I want to keep playing it. I definitely want to keep uh, going through it. I just don't want to do it for twenty hours. How's the multiplayer? Is there any multiplayer? No. That's weird. They say drop the ball, man. They, they, everyone's the alien in the multiplayer, and you're all sneaking around, or everyone's trying to fix an elevator. I mean, there's you could do a lot of things with the, the multiplayer. Who could fix the elevator? Exactly. They they missed a lot of opportunities. Hopefully a sequel. Maybe. Alien Maybe. Infestation. Not so isolated. Two alien, two fears. Two aliens, two, yeah. So many things they can do. Have you gone out? You haven't gone outside yet? In are, space? Are there any scenes <laughs> where you're walking around the bow of the ship to clean the windows? They're like, get the elevator girl to clean the windows. No, too foggy. When you roll up to the space station, the the part where your dock's all jacked up, so we have to like connect to it and then go on a spacewalk on a tether. That's what I'm talking about. And then there's an explosion, and your two buddies, they're just gone. So the spacewalk so scenes... Alone. In Dead Space were some of my favorite because it was all silent. Oh, but see, no, it wasn't. You didn't do it. It was a cutscene. Oh, okay. So no, 
They did do that thing where it's like the, it goes silent, yeah. but you're not playing There's it. There's no sound in space. Unless I'm, I got some rocking headphones. I'd rather play Dead Space than this, though. At least right now. I guess Dead Space is just more action you not just walk around and look at things. Dead Space has that badass stomp button. Like you stomp <laughs> like a maniac. And you know, Evil Within has the same button. Really? It's the same stomp. I'm insane. Let me stomp on everything really loud. I wish I could stomp. You can't jump in this so it's weird because you're walking around and like here's a knee-high barrier. I can't go over that. I need to figure out the puzzle to go around it. Whatever. It's fine. Um, so yeah. More on alien isolation in the coming weeks hopefully. Vaughn's still playing Smash, right? Yeah. Still, still, still going it. at it after still what? Still playing it. It's only been two weeks, right? That game's only been out for two weeks, and it feels like it's been out forever. For some reason, Sakurai decided, hey, yo, you want to unlock all this really cool stuff? You better be prepared to play forever. Oh, yeah, because you, you said you're trying to unlock all the custom moves. Have you? Yeah. Oh, Not yet. God. Not all of them, but okay. I have most of them. You, I have over 300. How many are there? Close to 400. Oh. <laughs> That's some dedication, sir. And you're crazy. I wish I, w- I wish I was playing Hyrule Warriors right now, but <laughs> well, th- you can just close your DS and just never touch it again. Uh, but I'm so close to I've already I've already committed so much. May as well sure. finish it, you know. <laughs> also, this past week, uh, I entered a tournament with you for Smash 3DS. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You sound kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, me being in the competitive community, it's it's a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it that way. Because you have to put up with so much shit. Oh, <laughs> like people not showing up yeah. or entering the tournament <laughs> and then taking their money back because they don't like, like the game. Like every, what? Like everyone Did was that like, happen? Yeah. Someone entered the tournament and, he's and like, was like, I want my money back. Um, Before it started. After, you after, can leave, but your money has to stay in the pot. <laughs> I mean, the tournament hadn't started yet, okay, so... That's yeah. fine. But, but I didn't do very well. Vaughn got second. But I don't, I'm not in that competitive scene. I just felt like wasting $5. When you say you it was only do... out of eight people, though. I was about to say, only eight people. Oh, wow. So what was your placement? I went 0-2. So yeah. last. I mean, like, you know. You would think, like, everyone else that, like, wanted to come and wanted to, like, play this game would have been, like jumping at the chance to be able to like enter like one of the first tournaments for this game because it's the new game but, but like uh, everyone's like oh we're just gonna wait for the wii u version yeah but then they're <laughs> what if this is the same problem there's still eight people that are gonna enter that tournament i'm just gonna well, stick then, to melee well then the game's probably just shit we this should just keep playing melee <laughs> kind of indicative of the baton Ridge tournament scene like it, it's really not there's nothing going on it's been stagnant for a decade you know? yeah there's and it's not just this game it's pretty pretty much people just play marvel and Street Fighter. And I don't even know if they play that anymore. Uh, some people still do, but the biggest thing right now is either Melee or Project M. Yeah. That's saying something. It's not even a real fighting game. game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next thing you tell me, Mario Party is the most popular fighting game. <laughs> it, may, it may very well be. Who knows? Or like Mario but, Paint Time Trials. Who can make this thing the fastest? The fly swatting game. Yeah, that's a good game. Yeah. That's more of a fighting game than Smash Bros. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just very frustrating because like everyone that I, a lot of people that at least I've talked to are like, hey, yo. We should all work really hard to like be good at this game, so we can actually like travel and like maybe go toe to toe with all the professionals and whatnot. But you no, can't, this but game you can't, sucks. But you can't do that unless you go to tournaments. Sure. Like, 
So practice? step up. We're not even talking about the game. Go to the next tournament. Go to the next tournament. Everyone should be getting up at the chance to play the 3DS version at least because that's what's going to reflect in the Wii U version. So you get the earliest chance possible to actually be able to, you know, get good at this game. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just very frustrating and it could be so much better. Right. And the Smash kids that I have to deal with are like all like really young and very whiny. Mm. So I grew up with Brawl, never even knew 64. It's a real game. Shaking my head in disapproval. <laughs> Can't see it. Uh, step up y'all's game, guys. But we it, know it, it doesn't help that the game is a little bit slow anyway, because it right. it took us two hours to finish just an eight man bracket, mm -hmm. and that's slow. I went out first, and all I wanted to do was eat dinner. And I'm like, are we done yet? Are we done? Yeah, the way you had to wait like another hour, fifteen minutes for the rest of the tournament right. to be over. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. That's all right. But let's move uh, on from uh, shitting on Smash and talk about more fun things I know you like, like Hyrule Warriors. Oh, yeah. I know you, Renee, played some, like. some co-op. Tell, tell me about that experience. Renee, let me hear your, your take, because you haven't been on since we, uh, we've talked I've about it. I've never even played it single player yet. I've only played co Just co-op. What do you think? Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> it's really cute. I like, um, I know this is random, but I like the way that they, like, make noises like wherever they're talking yeah. <laughs> oh. i think it's cute i think that's really cute but uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah just like that oh. i got pat on the head <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's cute and i like it a lot so fun so i played with vaughn a lot and then i played a couple with steven actually yeah we played a few um story matches or whatever you call them i don't know the legend mode. mode we did play yeah we played two or three of those the uh, you know what i think the is there like a visual performance degradation when you play? I heard there was. Yeah. Like I heard it's the frame rate. It's, it's a drop in frame rate. Yeah, yeah and resolution. Really, everything that makes sense. It looks great on the gamepad. To me, it looks fine. But on the if someone's playing on the gamepad and someone's playing on the TV, man, TV version don't look too good. They probably had to bring down the quality to keep some decent yeah, frame rate with exactly. all those enemies on the screen. I swear, right. there's even less enemies on screen. Probably, <laughs> probably. when you're playing yeah. multiplayer. So, but no, still it's, fun. It's it's the same amount of enemies. You count them? How the hell do you know? <laughs> you counted all of them. Because the total because the total kill count of like both of you oh. playing is still high. <laughs> I think she gets half of them and I get half of them. So if you want more enemies, you better find them and kill them. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take your advice on that. <laughs> have you, uh, Neil? Have you beaten it yet? Are you still going at it? I've beaten it. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, I'm just been picking away at adventure mode and stuff like that. Still trying to unlock. More weapons and stuff like that. That's so. the hard part. Yeah. Adventure mode is brutal. Yeah. It's getting there. <laughs> I'm like on level three now, and it's it's starting to yeah. But the, all the all the all uh, all the special weapons that you can get from that are like really good. Mm -hmm. Especially like all the secondary weapons you can get, like Zelda gets the baton, and nice. it's like awesome and super cute. <laughs> <laughs> I think the word cute has been used more times to describe this game than any other game. Because oh. it is. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh. my noise. I got pat on the head again. <laughs> what? <laughs> Record scratch. Oh my God. And then, Just very weird noises. <laughs> Can I edit the or unlock new noises for my characters? Can they make record scratch sounds? <laughs> Every time you get a kill. Like rap and link? Find, find more weapons. They'll make different noises. <laughs> I'll keep looking for And then, uh, I guess, we'll move on to Destiny, because I've finally played some more Destiny. Yeah. I'm up to level 
16 now? All right. I didn't know you were going to add teen to that. <laughs> I was going to be really you disappointed. Were, you were at 11, I think. Right? I was at uh, 13. Oh, you were nice. at 13. So I gained three more whole levels. All nice. I did mainly was some a couple. I did the Earth Strike, mm-hmm. and I did the Moon Strike, and got my ass kicked. So yeah. then we went and did patrols for like four hours. Yeah. Because that, that Moon Strike was difficult. Yes. Yeah, Scott the... and I were actually playing the very first strike, the Earth Strike, oh, yeah. um, last night, but there was some modifier on that. I mean, it was only a level 22 strike, and I'm 24, and he's 28, mm-hmm. and we were just getting our ass handed to really? us. Like, was I, it? I think it was the angry modifier, where they're more aggressive and do more damage, and they don't flinch uh, when you hit them. They so, just keep coming. Yeah, it's just... Is that... Uh, so you were just having problems with just, like, the grunts, not even the big spider yeah. or the eyeball? Right. Huh. Yeah, actually, the spider was... Probably the easiest thing to not kill us. <laughs> <laughs> that you just draw aggro and just run away. Yeah, and it was. Shoot it. Yeah, but it was crazy. Like, I didn't even pay attention to the modifiers at the strike because it was the weekly strike oh, that right. they did, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was the first, and it's just the very first strike. But it was, it was ripping us a new one. That's for sure. Because mm. we were having problems on the moon one because I was only thirteen and uh, person I was playing with was only level twelve, and then we had some random who was also level twelve. And it was a level twelve strike, but you got to the end where you had the giant big guy who shot lasers at you. Yeah. And but was that the guy chained up? Yeah. Yeah, man, that one's but always hard. It was hard because you're trying to dodge his lasers, but then you also have like four uh, wizards and three knights with swords chasing you, and mm-hmm. we didn't, we couldn't kill the grunts in time to shoot the main guy, and by the time we finally killed mm-hmm. everything. War came. It was just impossible. Yeah. Last night we did that one again too, and that was the first time that I learned that if you don't walk in there and shoot the boss, he actually stays chained up for a really long time. Uh, see yeah, so I you can get like, yeah, you shoot. can get rid of like a lot of the grunts and stuff like that in the knights, and that makes sense. Grunts, we keep calling them grunts, acolytes, and uh, whatever knights, and, all the different yeah. things, the where yeah. they fall in. Fallen and Griggs, right, yeah, yeah, all the all those things. The hive. Well, you'll have to get on since you're like level twenty, whatever, and I'm only level yeah, twenty four now. And the game's just now starting to get to the point to where, you know, I'm starting to get bound. I'm I'm getting closer Doing to your weeklies, your yeah. weekly crucibles, and I'm almost to a point of finally your... getting a. Le- I got a legendary gauntlet last night. Whoa! And it was for a hunter class. I'm a hunter class. I'm not. Well, I can't give it to you. Uh, You can't trade items in this game. You can only trade between your own characters. Yeah, so pretty much what I did was just put it in my vault, and then when I have my hunter character above 20, I can equip it to that. Well, at least there's that. That's really shitty. I heard that. I didn't it's know just like that's annoying. Ones, yeah, right? it sounds annoying. Like because I have nothing but like the only legendary item I have is the class armor, <laughs> which is the future war cult band mm-hmm. for you know warlocks. And I mean that doesn't even do anything. Like it being legendary means nothing. Right. It's it's you know it's it's, it just adds points to whatever uh, faction you join. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, I was so excited because everything I have is just rare gear and. It was disappointing for my first legendary encoding to be for something else. Oh, well. It's like when you get like rupee a rupee chest in Twilight Princess, but, yeah. you, but your wallet's full, so you have to put the rupee yeah. back. Yeah, so like, well, oh. I guess I get to keep the rupees, but now I have to go back and get them. Yeah, I it's just, just like one of those things. But at the same time, it's it just makes me itch. It's like, okay, well, I got a legendary item at least, so let me keep playing. Right. Maybe I can actually get one for my class. I don't know, the more I learn how the end game works, the more I don't want to touch it. Yeah. Like, I, everybody said that's where the game starts playing, but all I hear, all I see is people running around on level four patrols on Earth, running, doing the same pattern to go get all the loot and go get all the, the helium coils. Yeah, the well, that's something I actually built a lot leaves. of up, but I mean, 
once you start learning where they're at and where they may appear, like Scott last night showed me a route that he runs where, I mean, you can run it um, like twice probably within about five minutes, yeah. and the stuff regenerates. And well, so, yeah, I mean, I mean in, in about five minutes, you can gain probably about 20 spine metal leaves spine and metal. stuff. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's not too bad of a grind, but, you know, I'm still working to the point to try to be able to do the raid. I still haven't done the glass vault raid, and mm-hmm. I hear that's awesome yeah um even though it can take a long time mm-hmm. um one of my friends told me that the first time he played it it took him all week and it was like 30 hours God. that it took him to do that's insane so that's insane yeah but i also work <laughs> on getting to 20 at least and finishing yeah. all the stories that is where like that's where the game does really start playing but it's also where you kind of have to start grinding to and get good stuff all but, these other games i want to play but Neil. but the thing is is like if you if we play together it's way more fun right no you're like right. i you're hate right. grinding with random people because mm-hmm. a lot of times you'll get in a strike and then the other two people just go off and do something else and it's like hold on hold on people or when we're doing patrols <laughs> they would run up and open the chest and once someone opens the chest you only have like five seconds to go get the stuff before it just disappears so. oh no you should still be able to get it well they kept they don't know they kept saying it disappeared so we were all waiting for each other i don't oh, know that's weird i was just trusting them oh but um what well, disappears on their screen? I don't know about yours. Oh, uh, yeah. Because okay. like when you open a chest, it disappears, but yeah. it should still be open on the other. People's. Oh, I don't know. On like, yeah, they were just uh, like, gotta hurry up and get it so we can. But it, it but away, it's also so but it's also that. dependent like on if you've opened that chest or not too. Because uh, like some people like they like I've randomly seen people just go into caves and look down and it's like, what are you doing, you idiot? But it's like they <laughs> have the chest, whereas you don't. Oh, you already opened it. That makes it. sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really fun, it, but it is really starting to get to the point to where I, like, if I'm playing by myself, I'm just grinding bounties by doing patrols, mm-hmm. but with friends, I love doing strikes yeah, and stuff like it's that. it's definitely so. much more enjoyable. I can play it for longer, because I've played it for mm-hmm. like four or six hours over the past yeah. few days, because I was playing with someone. Speaking of which, the stats that they put out as far as people still playing it is actually, I mean, I don't really, I guess, follow too many MMOs, but that seemed like pretty incredible numbers for a constant console MMO, but they were saying there were still on average 3.2 million players a day with the average play time being three hours. Wow. So, I mean, that's... That's impressive. That's pretty impressive, you know, for a game, especially, you know, I doubt Alien Isolation is going to have <laughs> three-hour sessions five weeks after release. Yeah. Know, so. I will say Crucible for the first time since, like, the game really came out, and I hated that. Yeah. That was not fun at all. Yeah, that's Crucible. the PvP. Yeah, Crucible... Um, I mean, it's it's definitely you gotta have a liking for it, but I haven't really played it much just because I only have a warlock right now, mm-hmm. so I still want to play the single player a lot more to right. to do Titan. And I already know Hunter fairly well because that's like pretty much what I played for most of the beta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like Titan is something I'd really like in Crucible. I could see that doing better because they're like fast, quick, strong, mm-hmm. and then if you also have the defend the defender Titan, like. You know, you can pretty much protect yourself. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'll give I'll give PVP a shot at some point. Got to get your weeklies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Steven was upset that I was further ahead of him in Rogue Legacy, so he decided to play a little bit of catch up. Yeah, I, I finally beat that third boss, Ponce yeah. de Leon. Ponce de Leon. I love the names of those bosses. <laughs> yeah. like, where do they come up with that stuff? It's made up weird names. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. What's the second boss name? I feel like I've heard that name. Alex. Before, Alexander the Great the Fourth. I don't know. Like Ponce de Leon, I know that's historical, but to me it's a fake movie from Seinfeld. So uh, <laughs> there are many, and that's one of them. That might be um, actually where I'm thinking of it. From, maybe. So. <laughs> um yeah, that game's still great. 
I put 10 hours, probably 10 hours in the past week or so. Wow. It's like you could play it while listening to a podcast. You can play it while zoning out. You know, mm-hmm. I can play it while I'm laying sideways on the couch. So, have you been down in the dungeon yet? Yeah, I dude. Can't do it there. You know, actually, <laughs> I'm not, not having too many issues with the, the dungeon. Now. What level are you? Uh, one thirty. That's about what I am. Okay. Yeah, it's um. What do you put most of your stats in? Whatever I can afford. <laughs> okay. I never carry over, so. It's... Well, yeah, but if you if you do a run and get like a lot. Fifteen twenty thousand gold. What are you going to like? If you could afford everything, what are you going to first? Uh the most expensive thing. Okay, just I'll always get the it. most expensive thing. Okay, yeah, I've maxed out just about everything that's not you know armor or attack. Yeah. So if it's if it's a stat that only has five levels mm-hmm. or ten levels, I've maxed all okay. those out. Um, but I'm really low on you know health. Like I'm only yeah. like level fifteen mm-hmm. out of seventy five on that. So my issue is that when I go in with uh, a character that has low health but a high attack power is I have to be careful. Yeah. Because I'll get hit twice and I'm dead or mm-hmm. three times. So um, if I'm going into a boss run, I'll typically try to stick with Barbarian yeah. just because there's more health. Yeah. But then you're sacrificing speed and, and I mean, attack, there's always yeah. – yeah. But I love that game so much. Can can I say that's my game of the year two years in a row? Because that was one of them no. last year. It was <laughs> one of my top five. So. No, sorry. But no, I, I'm <laughs> – I guess. No, I wish I would have played it more last year because it would have been higher on my top ten list if I had played it more last yeah, year. Yeah, I think it, for me it was two, right? Something like that. Or, it was only like seven or eight for me. Yeah. But now I'd have it higher. So I'm not working on the fourth boss run. I'm just trying to get more gold. That's kind of why I dipped off because I kept dying in the dungeon. I'm like, well, now I need to grind some more. I just don't want to do that right now. And then other things started coming out, but I want to get back to it now that you're. Yeah, dude, you better be careful because I might end up beating that game. And then you're going to be like, that. well, what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> But it's so good. I really love Rogue Legacy. I'm not as crazy as some people I know. Some people I know have played this game like a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe even have gone into New Game Plus. Oh yeah. I think once I beat Rogue Legacy, I think that's pretty that's much. That's gonna it. be it. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I saw some of that New Game Plus stuff. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm not even really interested in beating the reincarnated versions of the bosses because nope. those are just so difficult. Mm-hmm. I'm just too old to mess around with that at this point in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so. Vaughn's eyes just lit up like challenge. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm not even that crazy. <laughs> so cool. I already have my phone out, so it's gonna be an easy transition to news. news. Not a lot again this week. Like, eh. you can go to GameStop right now and get Shiny Gengar for your Pokemon. X and Y until October 26th while I'm shaking his head. I like my regular Gengar. Shiny, <laughs> shiny Mega Gengar is like white and scary looking. And well, it is October, so... I think he's cute and cute looking. Yeah. That's, that's the that's Renee report. That's, that's quite the opposite description. <laughs> I'm dying over here. No, I, I am perfectly satisfied with my Gengar because my Gengar was based off of Renee's awesome Gengar. So. I see my Gengar. Yeah, Still so I don't, I, don't, I don't need any more Gengars. Gotcha. And then uh, after that is Deontzi, right? Yeah, eventually it'll be Deontzi next month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Not to mention Mega Gengar is banned completely any, anyway. Anytime I hear or talk or read things about more Megas being introduced and all this stuff, all, I, the, all the words on the screen just go blah, 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 blah. Like I just don't Hey, they, they announced about. two Megas that I was actually excited about until I saw their stats today. See, the, again, just blah, 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 blah. We had Mega Beedrill and Mega Pidgeot. Two okay. Pokemon that actually needed them, yep. but they're terrible. 
Well, oh, that's lame. Not that it matters anyway. <laughs> what makes them terrible? Not you know. Okay, but, okay. Just I'll I'll give you Beedrill's stats, or at least from what I remember, because they're the only ones that like matter. His attack is base one fifty, and his speed is base one forty five. But I don't know what that means. It's it, they're really they're really good. Oh, okay, good, good, good stats. <laughs> the, the average is around like ninety to one hundred. Oh, that's very good then. Okay. So, but his defense and special defense are 45 and 80, respectively. Well, you can't have it all, Vaughn. You can't have great attack and great defense. you got to sacrifice Evie train him. Boom. That, 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 uh, that doesn't matter if you're Mega Swampert, though, apparently, who has, like, base 100 for just about everything. Uh, well, I'm base 100 and higher. Uh, oh, good. I'm starting with the water ones. So that's great for me. Yeah, what's up with uh, also Flygon not getting... A mega evolution. That's kind of messed up. Garchomp is more favored, I guess. Well, they need to shut the door and look <laughs> up. Or, or not, not even shut Altaria and Salamence are more favored. All right, Altaria needed it. Game, Game Freak's messing up. Flygon. <laughs> Winner. The cutest dragon. I don't know why they keep announcing these like one at a time. Eventually, they're all going to have there. megas, right? Like <laughs> yeah, that's what they're going to, right? They're all going to have Mega Evolution. Eventually, point, right? every Pokemon will probably have a Mega Evolution. At some so it's point. just... It's not, it's not special anymore. That's we have, like, over 100 works. at this point. Like, I just... I By the time, like, Pokemon TV comes like out, it. we'll have all of them. <laughs> then it's less... When all Pokemon are Mega, none of them are. That's why I'm hoping for Generation 7, they'll just throw the whole Mega thing out the window. That just stayed in fake Paris and never <laughs> got anywhere else in the world ever. I actually, I actually like the setting of fake Paris, though. <laughs> Man, everyone in the main city is just a bunch of snobs. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but speaking of which, I don't know if you have this down on news, but apparently X and Y are not going to get updated for Mega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. What do you mean? Meaning that all the online battles and trading and stuff that you want to like do normally, like you have to do transfers now. In Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, like you do like to for, the Poke Bank, not even to Poke Bank because that's for past generations. So it's probably going to be a new, different kind of software that you have to download and buy or whatever. That's just <laughs> crappy. So pretty much, we're doing a gen trans transition without having another generation. <laughs> yeah, which is silly. It's really dumb. <laughs> I mean, that the fact that they work so hard on X and Y, and that they're just like, well, that's it for that game. Yeah. That's it. And I really liked X and Y. Yeah. That, so uh, that's just kind of a slap in the face to me. And the fact that Gen 3 I is the worst generation. I sitting so. on my 3DS. Maybe I should play it. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's good. I love X. You have like a you have like a month until the new one comes out, so you might want to do that. Yeah, I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's your Pokemon update. Microsoft announced Halo Spartan Strike. Which Finally. Is, a follow-up to Halo Spartan Assault, the top-down twin-stick shooter. Yay! Now what? I was like so excited for that game, and then I, I know, got right? to level four and hated it. Okay, that's more levels than I got. I think it's level one. <laughs> <laughs> you can play it on your Windows phone, though. You're the only one who has a Windows phone in like the entire country. So what yeah, are you but doing? It's like five dollars. <laughs> it was it like was, one dollar. It was free on Xbox. I one paid three five dollars for it. You paid three five dollars. Yeah. Why? Because it was. 15. When? On 360. Oh, well, you shouldn't have played it on 360. Yeah. Well, I did. Sorry. I have it on That's my all I got. That's the only thing oh, I no can play it on. Right? No Windows Phone. I have it on my Xbox One because it's free, but I haven't. I haven't you it. should check it out. Maybe. Stream it. It's got to be better than, uh, I played it E3 2013 on, like, a Surface, 
and that was terrible using like the virtual sticks. Yeah. So maybe using real sticks will make it better. But I hear it doesn't actually. I that doesn't no. surprise me. The aiming is just like really it feels off in that game. Mm-hmm. Does it like, feel like they designed it as like a like a phone game with virtual yeah, sticks? Yeah, like it, it, it feels <laughs> added. Like, so you know how like Geometry Wars, it's like. 360 yes. degree directional Very like much. this game still feels like it's eight, eight way, eight way. Yeah. that was fine on super nintendo yeah and that's why i just like could not really look yeah <clears throat> so that's coming out for the seven people who played the first one yeah <laughs> now that's another one uh and more exciting news nintendo announced links one of links new vehicles for mario kart 8 yeah it's a motorcycle that looks like no it's the master cycle <laughs> master <laughs> cycle <laughs> Based off of the Master Sword. Yes. But and it also Pona. looks like a horse. It looks like a horse. It looks like yeah. a pony. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering, actually, that's weird. Earlier this week, I was like, I wonder if Link's vehicle will just be like a pony. And it's wheels. in. And then they announced this thing. I was hoping it would be a go kart with wooden wheels. Another thing I noticed, too, is that it's in, like, Skyward Sword esque. Yeah. Art. The art so style. I wonder if yeah. that means the level they're doing is actually not going to be high or going to be Skyward, Skyward Sword based, like where you actually <laughs> like, go into Skyloft like, like, from if Hyrule. It, yeah, if it's, if it's Skyloft, that'd be great. Just Rainbow Road around Skyloft. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be the best alive. track in the world. <laughs> the track is just made up of all those birds that they fly. Oh, <laughs> it's kind of cool because they, they would, re- would build the track in front of you. The yes. birds would just kind of fly up awesome. and you'd see them form the. T- <laughs> We should be making this game. It, it would be really cool because there's already like a Sky World track based off of something from Mario Galaxy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Do y'all think Link is just a test to see how people react to non-Mario people being in Mario Kart, or is this just a one-time? Like, do you think they're going to bring other Nintendo characters to Mario Kart? Well, well, there's also the, the Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing okay, yeah. Gonna be one. The, yeah, yeah two off. Okay, two off. <laughs> two off. A two off thing. I imagine we um, might see Samus at some point. I've actually quite honestly been I mean, I know it's called Mario Kart, but I've actually always been kind of confused as to why there was no other point. Nintendo franchise. Yeah, why didn't it become Kart? Nintendo especially Kart? After, yeah, especially, well, it could even stay Mario Kart. I yeah. mean, Mario is still just, you know, the Nintendo mascot. So, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, especially with something like the the uh, popularity of Smash Brothers and uh, like I just I never it, it's mind boggling me it took them this long to put other characters other than Mario characters right. in Mario Kart so. and they said they said it's going to support amiibos but they haven't explained how or why mm. uh, so it's like can I grace my Charizard no there's no Charizard amiibo it's Pikachu my Pikachu amiibo now I can play Pikachu in Mario Kart or are the, mm. is Link going to be in Mario Party 10 with amiibo support like mm. how far that's where I draw the line <laughs> <laughs> Mario Party does not need Link it really doesn't <laughs> He likes carding with other people. Just not, not, not parties. Not, not parties. You have to have a special invite for these things. <laughs> um, EA added Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare to their EA All Access program. That's a great game. Yeah, it is. And, and more people should play it. EA Access is exceedingly like worth it more and more. And they, every time they add a game, it's like, what was it, like five bucks a month or 30 bucks Did for they a remove year? a game to add this game? Or just, I don't just, think so. It's just they added they just That's added only on the one, right? Xbox yeah. One exclusive. Yeah, well, no, the game's out on PS4 now. I know that, but, but I'm talking about the service. Right. service yeah. Sony was like, we don't want to devalue our customers. <clears throat> I mean, I see Sony's reasoning because they, obviously they're trying to sell you a Plus subscription. Yeah. Not an EA Access subscription. But they should just let, you know, let the customers decide. Exactly. Um, um. Uh, sorry, Steven sent me a bunch of news on the. Yeah. Kind of pull it up. 
Uh, some guy beat Mario 64, Golden Eye, and Ocarina of Time at the same time in 51 minutes. This is hard-hitting news. Some guy <laughs> out there on the internet. So he's, he's, he was streaming himself playing all three games with one controller, and he beat them all in less than an hour. Now, that doesn't mean he was playing Mario 64 and Goldeneye at the same time. He had, if you watch the stream, uh, they'll have three game or two games just at a menu uh, while he's playing switching. and just kind of uh, that, opportunistically switching back and forth. That's but not, exciting. not pausing the game. It's just links at a menu here. Uh, and I'm playing Mario 64. So, yeah, it's not as exciting as it sounds. Right. It's not like playing Mega Man 1 and 2 at the same time. With the same <laughs> controller input, right, and beating great. that, like that's that's impressive, a, an accomplishment. He should so. do like uh, Alien Isolation in the Dead Space games. That way, even when or you pause, elevator action and <laughs> uh, Alien Isolation, just, it's all about elevators the whole time. Just like whenever you pause, the game doesn't pause. So <laughs> put Dark Souls in there too, because you can't pause that either. Oh, there we go. There's the third one. I don't, what game was I playing recently where you can't pause? Actually, Destiny. Dust. Well, no, Dust. Well, that. <laughs> but Dust and uh, Elysian Tale, you can't. There's no pause. Or there's there was. Not, no. You know what I did? I went to the home screen while I was playing it because I was like, I'm sure that'll pause the game. And then I went back to the game and I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> don't just go to the home screen. I'm used to the older consoles. If you just hit the guide button, it just, just pauses pause the game. Yeah. Not in that case. No. Uh, 2K Sports came out and said they're going to patch NBA 2K15 to address uh, the My Park and the other problems it has because that's the servers when that game launched are just busted. Yeah, that's a yearly thing too. Yeah, that yeah. seems to be the new fun thing. All I like the face monsters. <laughs> that stuff's hilarious. It has that I saw one image of someone saying, "Hey, this works fine. I don't know what y'all's problem is." <laughs> And it had like the weird, creepy predator guy's face on like a real person, <laughs> and then the end game version had the same face. Like it works perfectly. Remember I don't when we you. did that with Face Raiders on the DS? Yes. Like we took pictures. pictures I have like of, an orange. <laughs> I have Goku. Like I, I took a picture of Goku. Yeah, I have Krillin, Michelangelo, Scorpion. Scorpion talks through his mask. <laughs> Oh, and Obama smoking a cigarette. Yes, Obama smoking <laughs> yeah. a cigarette. Face Raiders can be very fun. Yeah. Take pictures of things. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. So, good. I'm glad 2K is addressing their issue, but 2K14 was broken when it came out. Like, all these games are broken when they come out. We, we should start a company where we just buy a bunch of servers. I've we, been saying this for years. Yeah, rent yeah just rent the companies. servers. Sony bought them. <laughs> PSN's down right now. It is. Well, yesterday, as of this Thursday, yeah. as of this recording, PSN is down. So, no whoops. whoops. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Game Freak is apparently interested in Amiibo support for Pokemon games. Time oh, to buy boy. more <laughs> 151 new Amiibo? No, like 780 uh, new Amiibo. The only Amiibos I'm going to get are... Garbodor. Are <laughs> Pikachu, Greninja, Charizard, and... What's the last what about one? Link. Clefairy. Yes, Jigglypuff. Those are the only ones that are coming out for Smash, so... <laughs> you know what they should do? They should make a life-size, like, Pikachu amiibo for the Nintendo <laughs> store, and it, you could just shove it onto, a like, a controller panel that you could stand on. I think that'd be really cool. Okay. They should make a chess game <laughs> using the amiibo. Yeah, I agree, actually. Yeah. Make the chess board, all the sensors. It was like a $10,000 chess board. They have on. Mario Chess. Luigi's the queen. It's $39. That doesn't be. make any sense. <laughs> Why is Peach not the queen, but the bishop or whatever? Because she's the princess. <laughs> uh, and then, 
I, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the biggest piece of news this week, which is saying something because there wasn't a whole lot, is uh, the PlayStation 4 firmware update 2.0. Yeah. And stuff the PS3 had. You had to get colors. Seven Woo! different seven colors. colors. You're tired your of PlayStation Blue. I'm tired of PlayStation. You blue. can pick seven different. Hey, but you know what that means, huh? That no. means you get eight colors. That's true. Because there's already one. <laughs> my 3DS just got colors, and now my PlayStation <coughs> 4 is getting colors. I actually, Sony yeah. always copying on Nintendo. That's true. I actually like the themes. I got the uh, Link Between Worlds theme for oh, yeah. 3DS, How and it's that cool. cost? Two bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, but I still need to get uh, that. Yeah, the, it changes the menu music and... Uh, oh, I didn't know it changed the music. Yeah, and whenever you select different icons, it's like Zelda noises when you move around. Mm-hmm. Sweet. It's cool. Other things besides changing colors with the update is there's finally the uh, you can play music through a USB. So I'm so excited because awesome. you I've, can't play CDs. So. No, yeah. I've, now all we need is Burnout 3 HD. <laughs> I I agree. I've loaded up my USB stick with all of my favorite wrestlers' intro music. So now all of my games will just have you know intro music from wrestling constantly. On Evil repeat. Within. Yeah, just like it's Batista's theme when I'm playing Evil Within over and over. Or Randy Orton, you know. Go old school, do some Hulkamania on there. It makes the games better. You know, Burnout 3 would have been an okay game if it didn't have... or I'm sorry, if it didn't have the soundtrack integration, I think we both would have been like, well, this is a fun oh, game. Man. Yeah. But, but the custom soundtracks elevated it. There was nothing <laughs> like racing through with like Metallica's Ride the Lightning going on. And <laughs> even though we can now put all of our favorite wrestling music in our PS4 games, it's not the same because it's not integrating it into the game. It's, it's just, just playing it. it, it yeah, I could do that it, yeah. with my boombox, you yeah. know, but... <laughs> At least it's better than having to have a Sony Music subscription because mm-hmm. that's the only way you could have done it. Yeah, I tried it, and even then it didn't work that well because you got a 30-day free trial when you right. bought it, and that didn't even work that well. Yeah. Uh, other things, they're making an enhancement to live broadcasting, so they'll have a featured channel where you, when they're doing streams, you can watch it, or when people on your friends list are doing streams, they can also watch it. Uh, also, players you may know, kind of like on Facebook, like suggest people you may know. Uh, enhanced voice commands... You can finally just add games to your free games to your I library like without having to go to the website. You, what? Just, you couldn't do that before. You have no, to no, download no. them. Yeah, you, like what this does is like adds it to your thing, but doesn't actually download, download the game. Yet. Oh, it's just like on the space. website. But yeah, now you but don't now have you to on do your PS4. Yeah. I or used to PlayStation um, Plus free games. I would start the download, you know, to and buy it and then cancel it. the download. Yeah. Well, now I don't have to do that. Sweet. I just go to the website. Probably do that. And now you can back up PS4 data on USB. The whole thing, like all the data. Back up data. Well, you can't. You have too many wrestling things. That's songs. true. I don't <laughs> have enough room on my USB drive. So delete some of these songs. Some of the exciting things coming out with PlayStation 4 2.0 firmware. That's a terrible week for news. Nah, this well, is the biggest story. They all can't be winners. Oh. <laughs> there are a lot of new games coming out next week, though. A That's lot. exciting. A lot oh. on Tuesday. Um, on your Xbox One and Xbox 360, another Harmonix hit is coming out next week with Fantasia Music Evolved. Steve and I played that at E3. It was I, more fun than you yeah, thought. Yeah, we had a lot of fun playing it, actually. I'm, so. I know I sound like I'm not <laughs> excited about you it. You need to get better, and then we can come over and shake hands and play it. That's the most fun thing. <laughs> to, to initiate multiplayer mode, you stand in front of the Kinect camera and you shake hands. And that's how you do two-player. That's so cute. It's awesome. It's actually brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to come out. So hopefully the Kinect will be able to work <laughs> with that. Uh, Samurai <laughs> Warriors 4. Is finally coming to PlayStation 4. Oh man, I wish it was Hyrule Warriors 2. Coming to PlayStation 4? 
<laughs> Not <Yep. laughs> anything, to be honest. <laughs> it came out earlier on PlayStation 3, and now it's on PlayStation 4. Um, Platinum Games' newest title, The Legend of Korra. Oh man, you, I was excited for a second. <laughs> it's coming out on PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and PC. Have we seen anything on that game? Uh, I saw a little bit of gameplay. It looks like... Does it look like Ninja Gaiden? I only watched like two minutes of it. It was just her like airbending, throwing things at an enemy, and then that was it. So. Man, speaking of Platinum Games, so I'm kind of wondering if... You know how... Who was it for <clears throat> Platinum Games that's been like begging to make a Star Fox game? I don't know. Um, but they should. They should yeah. let them do it. But uh, forget who who's the guy that heads that. Uh, Kamiya? I don't know. Yeah, I think he's the one who's been begging Nintendo to like, because he wants to make the next Star Fox game. And then I kind of find it funny that in the new Bayonetta they have like Star Fox costumes. I wonder if Nintendo was just <laughs> like, hey, we know you really want to do it, but here's a kick in the balls. You can use the costumes. <laughs> that basically is the new Star Fox. Yeah. But man, imagine a Star Fox game right now. I just did, and I loved it. Like, in my mind. What if it played like Vanquish? Oh man, so that'd be awesome. That would be cool. Uh, so that's a download only. So bummer. The Voice I Want You comes out on <laughs> Wii and Wii U. That's the, Whoa. Name, that's the name of this game. The Voice. The I Voice want you. I Want You. So I can go to to Walmart and buy it on the Wii. Right? Yeah. I don't. Oh, think is have is that stock. like that horror game that you like only use your voice to no, like? The Voice is a singing competition. Oh, it is. It's another thing I'm thinking That's the of, evil within. That's the voice no, I want like, you is a karaoke game. There's, a, there's another, there's another game. It's that, called like, Lifeline. Yeah, Lifeline was yeah. what I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. You that was that Konami game like, at, uh, on PlayStation 2. That was a... Yeah, that, yeah she didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad. Don't worry about it. A <laughs> uh, game Steven and I played at E3 that I really did not think would ever come out because it looks like it plays like a PlayStation 2 game. Fluster Cluck. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Fluster Cluck is finally coming out. Coming out PS4. Published by Nyko. It is a terrible game. Published by a controller <laughs> manufacturer. Fluster Cluck. So Fluster Cluck. This game is not good. No. But hey, good on them. I can't it's make a It's a Fluster Cluck. They published one. So. Sticking with the PlayStation family, The Walking Dead Season 2 comes out on PlayStation 3, 4, and Vita. As well as Just Dance 2015 on all of your current gen consoles. Man, lots of music stuff. Yeah, yeah. October. You can tell Rocktober is rock, here. Rocktober. I was say, you can tell Christmas is almost here. Yeah, you're right. Here comes the shit. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, Shantae and the Pirates Curse. Coming yes. Out. Yes. Sweet. Shantae is incredible franchise. Hey, speaking of which. Yeah, I remember one time we were talking about like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles memes coming out, <laughs> like new ones coming out, and I remember you mentioning like some 2D one that was coming out. Do you know it's actually made by Waypoint? I did not know that. Yeah, so actually it's probably going to be really good. Is it? You said it is coming out. Yes. Well, that's cool. But I remember like looking at it, or not looking at it, but I think I remember us discussing it, going like, "Oh, it's just going to be another shitty Turtles game, but <laughs> it's made by the Shantae people." Yeah, then there is hope. So, there's hope that it could be a very good 2D one. And then Nintendo's continuing their Castlevania uh, virtual console with Mario of the Sorrow. Good one yet? <laughs> yeah, that one's good. Which one are you waiting for? I don't know. The good um, one. The good one? <laughs> the only one I will continue to only ever play is the first one. 
Gotcha. <laughs> That's the worst one. I know. It was well, enough to make really, me not no. want to play Castlevania it. Castlevania 1 is it's not the same. Dude, I was about to say, wasn't Castlevania 2 worse? Yeah, I think it, that was the worst one. I really liked Lament of Innocence. I think that was my favorite one. I like the gotcha. Castlevania song in Guitar Freaks. That's a good one. It's only two minutes long. Yep. I can beat it every time. <laughs> and then a game I know Steven's excited for next Friday, Bayonetta 2 comes out on Wii U. Game of the Year oh, deliberations yeah. will start that day. <laughs> and if you buy it on Wii U, you get the first game too. And it's only on oh, Wii U. Yeah. So well, that, that would be I mean, a I mean, good reason to buy it. You mean it, the so. disc? Yeah, that's what I'm mean. yeah. Or if you buy it digitally, oh, you'll get digital it digital too as well. Okay. Yeah. Really? Okay. Well then. Best value. Also, Pokemon Art Academy on 3DS. Finally. I'm actually kind of excited about that. Learn to draw <laughs> Pikachu. Great. Fantasy Life on 3DS. Oh, okay. So that game was developed by... Um, who was the was the the Professor Layton level level five? five? Yeah, it's a level five RPG. Interesting. So that's that alone should let you, uh, or at least you know, get get you interested in that game because hmm. level five makes great games. That is correct. And then on PC, <coughs> uh, Sid Meier's Civilization Beyond Earth. That is another game that could be in game of the year contention. I'm, so I've never played Civ Five. Should I play Civ Five or should I just play this? You should just play this. Okay. That's all your new releases for next week. Do you want to uh, answer some emails? Yep. Yeah. Sure. No response for that. <laughs> GamewareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. Good <laughs> 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 combo breaker. Record scratch. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Our first question is our old pal Hikari writing in from the first time in a long time. Aw, yeah. He has an interesting question I'm going to try to interpret because it doesn't make much sense. Hello, Gameware crew. Hikari here. What is the possibility of us getting a Rockstar uh, game crossover? Like a Rockstar energy drink, the video game? Probably. That's where you run around as a can of Rockstar just no, shooting things. No, but <laughs> you are a club promoter and you walk around <laughs> to lines of people that are waiting to get in clubs. You hand out Rockstars... And the more hype you get, the more you get paid by the club. <laughs> so that could be a game, and it probably already is. I think he means like Rockstar making a game that's not a typical Rockstar game. Like Bully? Sure. They already did that. Or like a different like Batman. Or by crossover, do you mean like where all of a sudden in Red Dead Redemption, like, He's like in guys in taxis run you over? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets to the edge of the desert, you know, and he crosses the street, and then there's cars everywhere. He's like, what's nice. going on here? <laughs> Con Sarnet. No, wait, doesn't he die? Well, they the kind of did game? that, though. Like uh, in GTA Online, one of the bloodlines you can get is. Uh, John Marston. Are we sure that he's not talking about Rockstar Energy Drink? I think he's talking I think about you're right. I think you're drink. right. Yeah. Okay. Rockstar game <laughs> perfect. I would love another bully. Is that did he say crossover or crossover? Crossover. So like like bully meets one, Mega Man. Bully meets Smash Brothers. Yeah. All right? the Rockstar you can pick you this could be kid. the ping pong table. You could from table oh, tennis, like fighting, like you could be the day, the car from Daytona. Correct. They have to make like an Anarchy <laughs> Reigns kind of game, right? Like an arena based, yeah, combat, just game. with all the characters. I'm the Got radio it. from Grand Theft Auto, and now I'm gonna beat up a ping pong ball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cousin, let's go bowling. Well, yeah, unless they exactly. do something like a uh, like Pixar, like where you realize like Toy all Story Pixar 2. movies are in the same. Universe. Movie theater. So, like, no. you find like little elements in Red Dead, and GTA, <laughs> and Bully, and Manhunt, where it's, it's the all same. Like, 
the realtor same, that's selling yeah. property in all the games. It really Donald should just Love. be all he the main characters all the radio from GTA Five have to go to hell, and then oh my god, and save I don't Johnny Gad. <laughs> I think okay to answer truthfully yeah. to answer the question, I think Rockstar will continue to make video games. Who gets to say that? Thanks for the email. <laughs> <laughs> um, Can we read the question one more time? I got you. Crossover, like like basketball. What is the possible? <laughs> so they make a new basketball game every year. But Rockstar does. Rockstar, Rockstar oh, man, made their a publisher does. If Rockstar <laughs> made NBA like Hang Time or what was the one you like? NBA Street, Street yeah. from Two K. Whoa. Crossover jams. Whoa. Featuring Rockstar Energy Drink. You blew my mind. <laughs> NFL Blitz. <laughs> I think EA owns that. Because they uh, did yeah, publish a like Blitz game. Midway went to EA. Yeah. Yeah. Still have did like... You, did you read the email? They, 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 could, they could work with that. <laughs> Rockstar could work with EA to do something like that maybe. Because I mean, make another crossover game. Take two. Or Rockstar's never made a crossover game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they would be their first crossover game. Mm-hmm. They crossover GTA games. I want to see them make a dark, gritty Ninja Turtles game where they don't look like creepy. No, I think if someone <laughs> was going to make a Ninja Turtles game, it should be Rocksteady. Yeah, right? that'd be cool. And the Yo. main villain is <laughs> not Rocksteady. Whoa! <laughs> Record track. <laughs> I was, I was just thinking about it. <laughs> but it wouldn't be there. <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on now. It's a whole new company logo. Our pal Nick emailed us. He was on the show a few yeah. weeks ago. He said, hey, everybody. Hope you all are doing well. What is your favorite movie based off a of video game? Oh, no. <laughs> um, let's see. Indie game, the movie. <laughs> That's a good or, answer. Or King of Kong. Yeah. <laughs> the Mario Brothers. No. I don't know. Like a movie, they're they're all bad. Actually, uh, Need for Speed. Actually, I guess I do kind of have one What's that's that? not documentary, and that's the original Mortal Kombat movie. I really did. I I still to this day enjoy that movie. Yeah, that one was actually pretty decent. Yeah, like that one. But so, I mean, I, come on, it had the great '90s. And what was the name of Raiden? Is Christopher uh, Lambert? Yes. Him, like how he just ends the movie with, <laughs> I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think Pokemon the first movie. (laughs) Yeah, those are really good. Is that based on a manga? No, (laughs) it's based off a. It's based off the anime. Anime. (laughs) I think the funniest one goes to Street Fighter. (laughs) 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 I tell you what I'm gonna do to you, Bison. I'm an American soldier. I'm gonna kick your butt so hard your ancestors are gonna feel it. That's my worst. I cannot do an impression. Jean-Claude Jean-Claude <laughs> Let me tell you what I'm going to do to you, Bison. This is, it's like a wrestling promo, but it's news. There's being interviewed by a reporter, and it's like I'm watching Saturday Night Brawl. That's great. My favorite movie based off a video, a video game would be a very personal family journey. That um, about a brother who's, who wants to go to California. He just, he just wants to go to California. And the, nobody knows why. But Fred Savage decides, okay, let's just go. And then they go, and you learn a lot about this family, and there's a video game tournament. It's, I mean, The Wizard is just a two-hour commercial for <laughs> Nintendo games. <laughs> but it wouldn't be around if it wasn't you know, for video. It, it, it is mm-hmm. about a video game, or video games. Right. So, yeah, that movie's probably not very good, but I liked it when I was a kid, and I still like it. So 
That's my answer. I thought you were going to say the YouTube Sonic the Hedgehog live action movie. <laughs> that movie is terrible. <laughs> you seem to talk about good. it a lot, though. I only want you to watch it. I don't understand why you have not watched it. That's why it's on YouTube. <laughs> you should probably leave now. <laughs> Do you have a favorite, Renee? No, I can't. I don't know. I, I guess mean, I would have to go with the Pokemon movies, yeah. too. Pokemon. The Pokemon movies the are really good. 2000. Double Dragon. Pokemon 3 ever. Double Dragon, the movie, has the guy from the uh, that chef show on uh, Food Network. Hell, Angry America's, Kitchen. No, what's the, it's based off the Japanese. Iron Chef. Yeah, the, the dude from Iron Chef is in, he's oh, yeah, one yeah, of yeah, the yeah, brothers yeah. in Double oh, Dragon. Really? And now he's a chef? No. The chairman. He's the chairman. He's uh, not a cook. And he he's bites an into the pepper and it doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that movie was terrible. Double Dragon was really bad. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> Thanks for that question, Nick. And then Anthony, our friend from Tokyo. Yeah. He only sent us two, so we're not going to be here all Is night. Is this like two questions. record emails? This uh, probably. We're, we are recording the whole show, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anthony's been, us, been with us since the first episode, so I'm glad he emailed us this week. He says, hello, Gameware Express. I can't believe 50 episodes have passed already. Time flies fast. Also, my brother's in Baton Rouge about now. I'll be sure to tell him to drop by Gameware when he gets <laughs> over the jet lag. Cool. His first question. Uh, for as long as games have been made, they've been pretty expensive. I don't know the cost is in the U.S. for a PlayStation 4 or Xbox game, but here the PS4 games are about 70 to 80 U.S. dollars. Yeah. Uh, now, I th- now I think that is kind of pricey. But I remember when I had my N64 games, they were also about 60 to 70 dollars. But there's also a big difference now with DLC. Do you think we are paying too much for our games? I don't want to sound entitled, but for a game like Assassin's Creed to be, what, 60 plus dollars, and on top of that you have to pay something like a $30 season pass, um, that's just crazy for game price. So, yes or no, do you think games are too expensive right now? I don't think they are, and it's because games drop in price really quick. Right. Especially in Japan. Mm -hmm. So if you, I know games are expensive in Japan when they first come out, but they're faster to clearance them out than any other... Because they got more coming in. Well, I, I don't know. It's something about Japanese retail, and this is purely physical. If you're buying digital copies, yeah, you're going to pay a lot forever, pretty much, because mm-hmm. digital prices take longer to drop for whatever reason. Because they don't have to clear shelf space for the new things yeah. that come in. Yeah. But, you know, when I was... And it's not just stores cutting the price. I mean, we get price protection from the publisher. Right. We don't lower the price until we get price protection, because otherwise we're losing money. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was a kid... I don't remember games dropping in price. Like Street Fighter Two was eighty dollars a year after it came out. Mm-hmm. It was eighty dollars yeah. the day it came out. I mean, Super I remember I bought GoldenEye when it was Player's Choice, and it was still forty. Yeah, it was forty bucks. Yeah. So Player's Choice games were forty. Whereas now, you wait long enough, most games will be twenty bucks within a year. How yeah. much did you pay for Earthbound back in the day? Earthbound was seventy dollars, seventy or eighty dollars. It came with the book. But yeah, back in the cartridge days, seventy, eighty, ninety dollars is and you nothing. Were, to, you were paying yeah. that because mm-hmm. it just cost a lot to manufacture those mm-hmm. games. Now you're paying a lot because it costs a lot to you know develop to them, develop the them. But he brings up a good point with yeah, the the games brought drop in price, but you still have all this DLC. Yep. That you could argue could have should have been in the game originally. They cut it to and sell guess it. What or I buy, I don't buy DLC. Yeah, I just don't because there's always unless it's rare, it's rare that I do. But if I really love a game and I'm like, yeah, I want more of it. Mm-hmm. I'll probably buy it. But I generally don't buy a lot of DLC. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. Just It always feels... We talked about this a few episodes back where it either feels rushed because they make they want it to come out in time or it takes too long to come out. And I've already moved on from that game. I don't want to go put that back in because there's that weird sweet spot with, with DLC. 
Um, isn't Destiny's first expansion coming out in December? <clears throat> Is it that soon? I, I have think, no idea. I think so. But so, I mean, I spent $100 on Destiny because it came with a $30 season yeah. pass, and I got a steelbook. But base games being 60 right now, at least here in the States, isn't bad, just because, like we said, they were way more expensive when they were cartridges, and that was in, like, 90s dollars. Yeah. Right now, games, this is the cheapest games I've ever been, if you go with the whole, like, inflation. Yeah. And and what about if you're PC? I mean, if you're PC, you get even better deals. Yeah. And not just games that have been out for a long time. If you get a new release... You can typically pre-order on Green Man Gaming with like a 15% off coupon, mm-hmm. which registers on Steam. So most new PC games you can get for about $38 at launch. Right. And then if you wait you know, three to four months, you're getting them for half that. Mm-hmm. And then if you can wait even longer until there's some bundle that's on sale. Or a Steam sale. Or there's so many great deals out there. And we have so many formats that we support at the same time. I and mean, all of us play games on multiple formats. So it's not like... I'm desperate for some game because I don't have something else to play. I mean, we, are, we all have a backlog. Yeah. So it's only the point if you're like, I want the collector's edition. I'm going to get the season pass. I want the strategy guide. Mm-hmm. I want the full experience. Yeah. And yeah, you're going to spend like $200 on one game. Yeah. But I don't do that often or ever. Yeah, I rarely do it. I mean, Hyrule Warriors, <laughs> I got the season pass. Destiny, I got the pass with, for the expansions. And it's mainly just because I know those games are going to have life to me, especially, right. you know, months down the road. And, um, but like stuff like, you know, as Anthony brought up Assassin's Creed, uh, I remember one thing that really turned me away from DLC from them was whenever I played two, you know how it does the sequences. Well, mm-hmm. like 11 and 12 or 12 they were and 13, just like they, they were missing. And then <laughs> they played it out in the game like, oh, well, we don't have those. We don't know what happened in that yeah. part. And then they came out as DLC. And, on, and not only on top of them coming out as DLC, like, they suck. Yeah, I heard they weren't very good. <laughs> like, Once I they, they were not fun at all. So mm-hmm. it was just like, what was the point? Like, it was more interesting, like, not even knowing what the hell happened at that point in history. They probably honestly. had to rush them out and get it out for yeah. a certain time. And that's, that's another thing I don't like about DLC. I mean, the yeah. best DLC I've played is any of the GTA 4 expansions. Like, Rockstar knows yeah. how to do it. Yeah. And that's about it. I've been really impressed with Nintendo's. DLC. Yeah, Nintendo's okay. DLC ideas and are really they're phenomenal. Probably yeah. the newest publisher to the market for mm-hmm. DLC. Right. And it, for me, it started with New Super Mario Bros. 2, which the game itself was was underwhelming, but the DLC was phenomenal. Really? Mm-hmm. I never got to. I so, never played it. But it I think was, Nintendo's done a great job with that stuff. Yeah, but the, I mean, I, we're I, getting I, a lot of awesome <clears> stuff from Mario Kart 8 and, and now Hyrule Warriors, Warriors too. Like, Let's see if they do it for Smash. Maybe. That'll be the one game where they probably won't be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, I think Sakurai said pretty much that he's, like, done. I think the biggest offender of, like, having to pay, like, a ton for DLC over and over again is the Capcom fighting game crowd. Yeah. Especially that's... when it comes to games like Street Fighter 4. Well, because you have 12 different versions of every Street Fighter game. Exactly. You should you know this to, by now, Vaughn. And you have to keep, like, doing it, like, every I'm, time. Uh, I'm tired saying, though. of Capcom getting a bad rep on that or bad rap. Because I think that Axis, um, well, not not the publisher, but Blas Blue as a franchise, I think is much more severe with paying fifty dollars for literally two or three extra characters. Yeah, I, I know there's like a lot of story. Blaze Blue's pretty bad for that. But that too. that game, it's like every year there's a new Blas Blue, and it's got like two new characters. And isn't that series like nothing but rejects anyway? I don't know. I, I like Blas Blue, but I I don't think Cap- I think Capcom when they put out a content update. 
I think it's worth the money. I think they mm-hmm. put a lot of stuff in there. But, I mean, everyone's yeah. a different opinion on it. And, and, I mean, Capcom's been doing that for years, too. I mean, Street Fighter 2 had four different versions. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, well, yeah, it's, 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 nothing, it's nothing new to them. And, quite honestly, like, the, like Street Fighter 4 having four different versions is, like, if if we didn't have DLC, like that would be no question as to them doing that. But it's just like you know they put together packs, which quite honestly I like because I'm not in the tournament um, like realm or really play fighting games for competitive reasons all that much. And so when I get you know Street Fighter Four Ultimate Arcade Edition, I'm very happy that that finally <laughs> came out. You know, yeah. I think like the biggest game that was the part of the problem for that was the whole having the DLC on the disc. Already for Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Yeah, uh, I thought you were gonna say Marvel. Yeah, oh, now, well, I yeah, have... Marvel, same thing. But at least yeah. it, like it wasn't as much like on disc content as it was for right. Street Fighter Cross Tekken. That That's was just really stupid. Now, you I had to pay say... like almost like the full retail price for all of it too. Mm-hmm. I will say this though, like as someone who has learned programming, mm-hmm. um, now I'm not saying this is really the reason why it was on there, but I do know that in school there was a lot of things like where. I was doing stuff for programming and like I knew what I wanted to do so I had to like put code in there to see if it would work mm-hmm. but I just knew I couldn't get to it then so I didn't know if maybe like that's like I always kind of thought that maybe that's what that was you know especially be a fighting game where you have to make this one thing work with everything and there's so much coding that goes into that I think the that, thing the problem with that is though I mean you might be right but when you to unlock it the unlock key was like right. a kilobyte right it, yeah, it no. was just yeah. a key to unlock it, yeah. not adding those that's characters true, into yeah. it and I think that's what the main event is no, nothing that's that worth an extra $35 that's true. <laughs> it was like it was like a megabyte download yeah, yeah. okay yeah see that that's not don't forget sometimes that's not put something in there to test it that's sometimes when you get a game that has a content update uh, you're actually downloading the updated DLC materials that haven't been released yet. Mm-hmm. So like with Dark Souls 2, there was this huge patch. Mm-hmm. It was over a gig. Mm-hmm. And the patch had some fixes for the game, but it also had like the, the DLC yeah. content that wasn't for sale yet. So when you bought the DLC, it was a 5 kilobyte unlock code mm-hmm. because you already downloaded Download the, the DLC through the patch update. PlayStation so, All-Stars Battle Royale was like that because every time they'd add new characters, a 2 gig update on your Vita because yeah. they had to add the characters in and then you bought them to unlock them. Right. So, I mean, they'll do a mandatory, like, if you're online, yeah, you're going to have to download this update, and it'll have the new content already there. Yeah. So, so. Um, his second question says, I love my iPhone, but I hate playing games on that require any sort of fine control. Sure, they have those controllers, accessories for your iPhone, but I think that's just, well, stupid. It defeats the purpose of having a small device that fits in your pocket. <laughs> And unless you have some crazy MC Hammer style pants, you aren't fitting your uh, iPhone 5S or 6 with a big ass add-on. So, what makes a, a good or makes an iPhone game good? What are your favorite mobile games? If you say Tiny Tower, I will burn the city to the ground. And what are you most? What are your most hated uh, iPhone games that you paid for? Uh, I think the best iPhone games that I've played are all turn-based because there's no precision. Like Hitman Go. That's all just moving your dude in a certain amount of tile sets to get the pattern to get to the end. Or something like Hearthstone, which is one of my favorite games this year, because that's just a card game. That's obviously going turns back and forth. That's just on iPad right now, but that's beside mm-hmm. the point. Basically, any anything that's more take turns, not Halo Spartan Assault, where you're trying to use virtual sticks or whatever. Yeah, to me, it's been... Um... A lot, a lot of like basically like puzzle style games. Mm-hmm. The same with you, like turn based style. Like yeah. Those seem to be the ones that, that work the best. Like recently, a Bicolor mm-hmm. is a game that I've been 
or threes. Like, yeah. Yeah, threes is another one. Um but then there's games like uh Sword and Sorcery, mm-hmm. which are phenomenal on iPhone and it, it's, you know, a, a very artistic RPG. Um and it's really awesome. Monument Valley was another one that was great. Uh but then there's and but sometimes it also could. Like I'm not I'm not big on mobile games because I'm kind of the same way. Like I don't really like the virtual touch. I like I like the physical button because it's easier to know where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. But then they had games like Max Payne that actually had control options that were really cool because you could set it up to where you could tap to shoot, which just meant like instead of having to have your finger like on the shoot button, as you jump and rotate the camera, if you just like tap anywhere on the screen, uh, you would shoot. That makes sense. So that like helped the control a lot, and like mm-hmm. that game was very fun to play on yeah, mobile, yeah. but. Then they have games like uh like Dino Hunter, which I played a lot of, <laughs> but at the same time, but it was kind of annoying because you always have to like, you know, tap the same button to shoot mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And that that's the stuff that annoys me is like I I like where they put it to where you know wherever your thumb is, if you tap to do the action, that really helps. But when they try to designate it like button style, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And then you know, going back to Bicolor, color, that game's really awesome, and the company that makes it is called One Button. <laughs> Like all of their games are based around just you yeah. using one mm-hmm. one finger. So. I mean, even before I don't know how people played games on the iPhone. It sounds like one of those stupid commercials uh, when it was just the older one because that screen was so small. And then if you're using virtual sticks where you have your hand covering half the screen, I don't know how anybody played anything with any type of precision on there. Um, I gotta say the worst thing I played. I bought Sonic Two because it's one of my favorite games ever on my iPod Touch back then, which was the smaller screen. And it was you know I couldn't get past Chemical Plant Zone because it's damn near impossible to mm-hmm. jump in the water with uh, with the virtual controls. I would probably just stick away from any kind of platform or whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know, but they have done games like I mean, granted, it wasn't that great, but Sonic Jump, like, yeah. that was a fun game, and they made it work well with iPhone. You know, with not having to actually use a controller. You know, you just right. tilt the phone and try mm-hmm. to land it like, like how you need to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know, Renee, you liked playing, you downloaded those Final Fantasy games and played on yeah, the iPhone. Yeah, I played four. And was a little that bit. enjoyable? I mean, it seems it wouldn't be as, this is more turn based. Yeah, I mean, inputting the commands is honestly kind of difficult because it's so small. I wish I had it on iPad instead. It's not like um, cross. Can't we, you can't just download it on iPad. We have, oh no, it's a different account. We have yeah. a different account. Oh, yeah. that's. So, I mean, I've played, I haven't played a ton of it. I haven't beaten it. Mm-hmm. So. Are there any iPhone games you do like? Because you're, I think, the only other person at the table with an iPhone. Um, I mean, or do you play a lot of games on other your phone? than like little visual novel games, I don't really play anything. Yeah. Well, I guess going back to his question, though, uh, ones I would recommend are Bicolor 3s, Monument Valley, um, Sword Sorcery, Game Dev Story. Game Dev Story. I was going to say Game Dev Story. Is my yeah. all-time favorite mobile game. But so. again, that's more turn-based. Well, yeah. it, it's more live, but you're just going through menus and stuff. So. Yeah. What about that Puzzles and Dragons game? I played that on the iPad. It's uh, more like clicking. Like, and actually, I played like... stuff like Puzzle Quest on iPhone, and that was fun. I played the Marvel so, Puzzle Quest. It wasn't as good as the original. I didn't play that one yet, but Puzzle Quest itself was really good on the phone. So, Cool. Thanks for your email, Anthony. Thanks, everyone, for emailing this week. We really appreciate it. Um, GameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. So that's it. Let's wrap the show up with special stages. <laughs> No, I, I, I put them. I, like I, I, I do have a sound effect for that one. <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> uh, who wants to go first? I go first. Don't get sick. Being sick sucks. <laughs> We've been on vacation all week. Mm-hmm. So I've, I was thinking, like, if there's one week where I'm not at work, 
you know, this is the it's week to get, get stuff s- done. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, well, you're sick now. Yeah, that too. I mean, I'm not, I just have a cold. Yeah. It's, it's like hard it to do anything. Yeah. I'm glad you toughed it out. And Here I am. Talk. <laughs> yeah. Suck on a cough drops. Yeah. So transitioning straight over to my special stage, you know, we leave for Japan in two months. Yeah, that's exciting. Two months. Who mm-hmm. are we going to replace y'all with? We'll just do our, we'll, we'll just call in. Tokyo Minute. We'll <laughs> send in like a voice file. <laughs> so, Vaughn. Uh, I was recently sponsored by this local uh, gaming team called Level 482. Whoa. That's cool. Yeah, so... Specialize in mostly fighting games, but we're also doing casual games, and that was part of the reason why they recruited me because I'm doing more speedrun stuff. Oh, cool. Okay. I'm pretty much the Smash Nintendo speedrun rep of the group, <laughs> I guess. So uh, we're small right now, but we're getting bigger, and hopefully that sponsorship will be awesome for me in the yeah. near future. Congrats. I know you already changed your, like, uh, your page to where it says 482. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I kind of had a little bit of trouble getting the name of my Facebook page down correctly. So, uh, yeah, it had to <laughs> update like four times. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got all those notifications. Yeah, it was change, a lot. It was back, a lot of change, notifications, change, but I eventually got it to work. And <laughs> four eight two yeah. rider die. So, uh, pretty much uh, everywhere that you can find me on social media, it's now four eighty two V for Extreme. But all the stuff you can still find from V for Extreme twelve in the URLs and stuff. Cool. So, yep. Yeah, I don't really have anything that exciting going on. Got, there's got to be something. What is something I I don't? I have another special stage. <laughs> Take over nails. Yeah, I have two of them this week. <laughs> well, I mean, we talked about Japan Fest last week. Um, so we had Japan Fest this past weekend, and that was a lot of fun in New Orleans. And while I was at Japan Fest, I found yeah. another festival. Whoa! Which was the Louisiana Seafood Festival. <laughs> it was right next to Japan Fest, and it was free to get in. And there was live music. There was food. I won some sunglasses. And some Tabasco bottle openers, and it was awesome. So cool. I was just—I had some free time. I was waiting for the fashion show to start in Japan Fest, and then I wandered over to the seafood festival, <laughs> and I had a really good time. I had cool. some gumbalaya, and I had um, a watermelon lemonade, and I bought uh, some other food. It was wonderful. Man, you're making me hungry. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, there were the the food lines were insane. There were so many people there. Wow. And there was a band that was popular the first night. Gin Blossoms. Right? Gin Blossoms I think played I've heard that name. Friday night, and it was three. It's a three day festival. Oh, cool. And it's free music and free. So next year, if you're in New Orleans, go check that out. Check it out in a year. So that's oh. Neil's special stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, for mine, because since the game's coming out next week, I figured I should get caught up on The Legend of Korra. And I did, because I didn't watch any of Season 3 when I was out this summer. And Because like halfway through the season, they quit showing it on TV, and then they showed it on only on Nick.com. And then Season 4 just premiered like two weeks ago. I wasn't expecting that to come so quickly. So I got all caught up with watching that, and it was pretty great. Because they really fucked up with season two pretty hard, and, and that's another reason I didn't want to go back and watch it. But season three totally made up for it, and some. So continuation of Avatar: The Last Airbender. If you haven't watched that, you should. It's M Night Shyamalan. No, nope, nope. <laughs> not that. That doesn't exist. Definitely not that. 
Well, I guess I do have something, actually. Oh, now he wants to have one. Okay, okay. No, no go ahead. It was good seeing you see y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, actually, uh, this past weekend, I went to New Orleans myself, and um, it was for, uh, I think I discussed this when my favorite, one of my favorite bands, Man Man, they were playing. They were, basically, I got to see them twice within a month, so that was awesome. Oh, cool. Um, but this show was actually a lot more entertaining than I thought it was going to be because it was one of those like it's free to get in and it's sponsored by a beer company and <laughs> no, no. yeah it was like ah oh, but it was like uh Lagunitas beer or whatever but anyway no. the alcohol was free the show was awesome and one thing that was really cool was all four bands were really awesome um Little Hurricane Tau and the Get Down hadn't heard of them but they were really cool but one thing they did was um a band would play and then all of a sudden it would be like a circus act like this guy came on and he acted like the ringleader and between each band, they had different things. Like, uh, I don't know if anyone watches American Horror Story, mm-hmm. but one of the recent episodes had a sword swallower on there, and he was there. So we got to see a guy swallow swords, then we wow. saw more music, then it was like a burlesque show, then more music. That's crazy. Yeah, it was like, so it was really cool, all while having free good beer. Like, because it wasn't <laughs> like Budweiser, you know? Yeah, it was yeah. like an actual good brewing company. Sweet. But yeah, it was, it was neat, and all free. Yeah. So that was cool. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's our show. Episode 50 is in the books. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Arinder. You can follow me on Twitter, twitch.tv, and Facebook at vferxtreme 12 Also, go and to... <laughs> Man, what? I can't Did, talk. Get it together. <laughs> I thought you changed your name. Go to... My name is changed, but go to Level 482 on Twitter as well. I'm just one thing. On Twitter, <laughs> at SteveGameware... I'm on Twitter and Tumblr at Mintchakone. Come on, Neil. <laughs> Come on, Neil. Neil just got a computer. <laughs> <laughs> Can't find yeah, Phoebus? I'm, I'm on, yeah, that's on NeoGAF, which I still don't really check all that off. Get on that NeoGAF scene. <laughs> all right, how about this? What, what should I sign up for? Twitter. Twitter. Okay. Twitter. I do have that account. My goal for next week, other than play games, is figure out that account name and password. <laughs> or just make a new one. I could do that, too. You can follow Sweary, and he'll follow you back, apparently. Yeah. yeah, he's, yeah. Who? Harmonix followed me today. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Rock band already. I thought they already followed me. Was but it, maybe it was Rock Band. I think Rock Band was Rock Band followed me a long time ago. Yeah, now yeah. Harmonix is following. Whoa. I pretty much made them big leagues. <laughs> you can find Big League Gameware. Yep. Leave. And you can find Big League Gameware uh, in two convenient locations in Baton Rouge and on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareBR. Or you can find this podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareExpress. Basically, you should just like everything we just said on Facebook. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes, leave us a review. It would be super helpful. It might seem silly and trivial, but for a little show like us, even though we've been doing this for a whole year now, uh, definitely helps. Or you can listen on SoundCloud, subscribe on Xbox Music. I'll leave the RSS feed in the show notes for any other podcast listening you want to do. Google Play. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much everything. Uh, thank all y'all for joining me. Thank everyone for listening and supporting us for 50 episodes. That's nuts. I remember back to episode 10. I was like, we're going to make it to 100. And I thought I was just saying things. But, hey, we're halfway, <laughs> halfway there. there. Here's to 50 more, guys. 50 more. So hopefully uh, October 2015 we'll still be doing this. So that's it, everyone. Thank y'all so much for listening. Y'all have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
Thank you.